right, a toast to the Modern Goodies Podcast. All right, what's up, guys? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Goonies, that's the Modern Goonies Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor King Miner, and on the mic today, I've got my co-host, Chandler Swing. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? All I could think about was the outtakes with Zach. Like, yeah, I know. I'm Trevor King Miner. Punt, punt my fucking nuts into the ceiling. Just roll, just roll. Just go back. Run it back. Run it back. All right, all right, run it back. Um, yeah, on the mic, I got Chandler, my co-host, uh, and I got uh, my good friend, Michael Ross, right there. That's, and then, that's uh, Chris. That's Chris. Fuck. It's, it's flipped. All right, so, like, uh, yeah, I got Michael there, and then this good-looking fellow who looks just like him. That's, uh, that's Chris Ross right there, first time on the mic. Chris, it's good to have you, man. You, you uh, <coughs> always go in and comment on the videos and whatnot. I'm like, man, I need to get Chris in there sometime soon, so. Our biggest fan. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, on one of the first ones, um, I uh, downloaded OBS a while back just to like screw around and mess with stuff. And I was working on a little thing to like take things completely out of context and just, you know, uh, make you guys look like absolute pieces of crap, but never got around to finishing that. Oh, dude, no, you should have done it. That would be that'd be hilarious. I, I, I like I had to like download the video, put it into OBS and like cut things and like simple stuff. But um I didn't have time for that. It was What's a couple OBS? months back. Yeah, I don't know what OBS is, but I know what you're it's, going uh, for. Yeah, it's like a little editing software thing. Oh, okay. What do you use? Uh, for video editing? Yeah. Um, I When I'm on the Mac, I use Final Cut. Uh, when I'm on the PC, I either use uh, DaVinci Resolve, and we just started using uh, Premiere Pro, like Adobe. Uh, I used iMovie. Uh, Thanks yeah. for asking. No problem. But yeah, uh, OBS, that's what I was using. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that would have been hilarious. You should pick that project back up. Yeah, that would be super funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just all the horrible shit we say. Dude, if we kept in some of the shit from that other podcast, he would Chris would have had a field day going in there chopping all that shit up. The practice one? No, uh, no, like the the one that we just did with with Michael. And I cut out like the last half because we got a little too deep. So. Well, this was before I moved out, too. So, like, on the trash tier internet, I was, like, trying to download, like, a two-hour podcast. It took, like, I left my I left my laptop open overnight to, like, download it. It took, like, 15 hours or something. Do, like are, do you have, right now, do you have Argon? Uh, used to. Oh, God. That's what I have. That's what my parents have, and that's what I had Dude, all growing up. Argon and it is sucks. Yeah, let me tell the you, worst very internet. disappointed. They suck. Trash oh my god, company. it's so bad. I've struggled with internet most of my life. Yeah, uh, you don't realize like how bad it actually is. I mean, like you kind of got a hint of like, man, this fucking sucks. But you don't really know how bad it is until you move to a place that has like decent internet, and you're like, because like then I'll go back home to my dad's, and I can't even like fucking, I can't open Safari on my phone connected mm-hmm. to his internet. Like, there's just no way. Well, you kind of know how bad it is. You just don't know how good it is because you're sitting there with your phone and you're like, God damn, I can't connect to the internet. But then you move somewhere, you get 475 megabits down, and then you fucking download a two-hour podcast in like 10 seconds. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's an option. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like it's the internet. It's just like... <laughs> It's just like a dome around Quinlan where good internet <laughs> can't flow through. Yeah. No, it just gets sucked in like a black hole. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, and it's nice because yeah. I started the way I edit some of these now is I would do I would do like the video first and then I would go in and do the audio because I would use the visual cues to be able to go in and tell how to edit that. 
And then here recently, what I've been doing is I just upload the video and then I go and like take the uh, convert YouTube video to MP3 and I just throw that yeah. in. And now that's how I get the audio. So it's like exactly the same as it is on YouTube. I'm like, oh, that's so much easier. And yeah, like that, it can convert a yeah. two to four hour video in like less than 10 minutes. And before that would have, t that would have been an all day ordeal. Yeah, now oh, we yeah. got that gigabit internet. So I haven't That's struggled right. since we moved over here. Like even like when it would storm and stuff over in uh, over in Quinlan, like we'd literally have to like unplug the router, <laughs> turn it off, so it doesn't like fry everything. <laughs> but now like I just play through it, and it's good. Yeah, John's was. Yeah, I tried to play through it. Yeah, and I died. Uh, yeah, John's Lost John's old internet, like his old router, got completely fried because it had it was like storming really bad one night out in Tawakini, and it was like lightning struck the house or something, and bye bye internet. God. It was yeah gone. I've never had that happen to me before, but like any time there was a storm, like when we were younger, really, my dad would be like, "Unplug the TV, turn the computer <laughs> off, unplug everything. Yeah. It's like it's gonna fry it all." I'm like this doesn't happen. <laughs> but if that happened yeah. to me, like there while was, I had my uh, TV actually... and my PlayStation oh, sorry, going, go I, and, and fried my PlayStation, I'd have a nervous breakdown. Oh yeah. Like yeah. fetal position, like on the ground sobbing. Yeah. What I get worried about is like that, that fucking supercomputer that Sawyer and I built. Cause like with the laptop, it's like, Oh no, it stopped charging. Like that's all you have to worry about. But when you got that fuck, you got the whole, whole ass computer plugged in there and the power goes out. You're like, well, there goes all of my computer components. <laughs> They're fucking fried. So here's Sizzle. what you need to do. You need to invest in a top-notch surge protector. I, I have two by Belkin. They're like $25 a piece, and they are incredible. I actually think I own one. I think it's just like stashed away somewhere in the apartment. It might be in like a bin somewhere. And that, I, that little thing we have right up there is a surge protector. Uh, well, and it literally has nothing into it. The only it protects <laughs> it protects the Google Home from murdering us all. That's about all it does. So yeah, what actually, you should do? He, he like, brought that up uh, yesterday <laughs> uh, on Mother's Day. We went to our mother's house, and I say mother. We went to our mom's house, and he like cooked a meal and stuff. And we were all like over at this um, big like plastic table, uh, chairs all around it, and we're just like casually talking. And then like it was kind of like a lull and then out of nowhere he looks across the room and he's like is that a belkin surge protector wow that it's mother's yeah. day sounds super interesting for you guys you know what here this uh let me unplug some stuff mm, uh -oh. i'll show we're you the we're michael unplugs his entire computer yeah we're going mobile all right here we go you guys First ready for ever this? mobile podcast boom that's a uh, bulky surge protector. Yeah, that absolute unit. Looks like a fire hazard yeah. right next to your bed. So you should get that. Protect all your, protect all your electronics with it. Um, get two if you need to. Mm. And yeah. This has become a tech review podcast. Modern Goonies reviews Belkin That's surge right. protector. Before we're talking about like the internet and stuff. Um, okay. Whenever it would like storm super hard and there were like lightning winds, all that stuff. Uh, sometimes lightning on there and winds of lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds terrifying. But, yeah. uh, sometimes, sometimes there would be a problem on their end where it would take like a couple days for them to fix their stuff or whatever, and we'd get like internet again. But um, anyway, <laughs> one day after the storm. Like, the internet was out, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, it'll take a little bit. A couple days pass, 
and I call them, and they're like, well, it looks good on our end. So um, I work night shifts, so every time I walk out uh, out of the house, lock the door, go to the car, um, it was dark out, so I couldn't really see anything. But one day, I got home from work. Uh, this was like 8 o'clock in the morning. And I look over at the house, and they have one of those big satellite things on top to like get the internet. And the entire thing is just snapped in half from <laughs> the wind, I guess. And I'm like, oh, so that's why it hasn't been working. Oh, so like, I called it looks before, good. Looks good so on like, our end. Yeah. <laughs> like before I saw that, <laughs> the day before, I called him and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know why it's not working. Y'all might want to send someone out and check it out. And then I, I had to like call him back and be like, no, I, I figured it out. <laughs> I know it's done now. Oh my god, yeah, that sucks. No, I remember one time we were. Um... We were all playing uh, like the remastered versions of like the zombies maps, and uh, uh, if they were going through the list, they wanted to do every Easter egg, so they were going in order. And they were playing Moon one night, and they're like, "Trevor, you've always wanted to do this. Fucking hop in and like we'll play." And I'm like, "All right." So we go and we go through like all this bullshit. You might have been playing that night, Chris. Actually, I can't remember if you were or not. I uh, I remember one night where we had five people and you could only fit in four. Uh, no, that was it. Zach ended up getting. Uh, the tail end of that. Uh, yeah, that sounds that. about right. Yeah, no. So, so anyway, so we're going through and we're we're doing the Easter egg and we're literally on like the last step. Like we're about to watch. To me, I always thought that was like the coolest one because you get to watch the fucking Earth explode. That's like that's badass. And then like right as Fisk is like doing some something and he's like almost done with it. We're on like the last step and it storms and like lightning struck and his whole like everything went out of his house like the power just completely shut <laughs> off and so we're all just running in circles and like you just hear like the audio just cuts out on fisk in and then we're all just running around and it does like the unplug icon thing and i'm like oh my god uh, i've never was been the host yeah fisk was the host well, so there's your issue yeah well it was doing it was literally fine the entire time and he was storming the whole time we were playing we almost get done and then yeah fucking disconnected that's the worst Damn. thing. That there were so many times whenever I would play Call of Duty a lot when I was growing up, and when I was big into it, I played uh, like Modern Warfare Three and Black Ops One. And there were so many times my parents like hated me because like the internet would just like cut off and like off and like back on like within a second. And so like my dad's like browsing fucking <laughs> I don't know, yeah, Pornhub <laughs> or Breitbart or something. So like he just. He just has like a web page loaded and so like he doesn't need the internet and it shuts off and back on and doesn't do anything to him but i'm in the middle of a game and it shuts off and back on and i get kicked from the game and i lose all my progress and i like come out into the living room and i'm like screaming and yelling and cussing and like throwing shit around i'm like i fucking hate this internet <laughs> oh my god it, uh, oh man it was it was just the worst Dude, no, I, rem I remember one time, um, so when we were kids, it was like, well, what game was that? I think it was Modern Warfare 3 at the time, and that was like the, the newest game, so we were like freshmen, and I would go over to John and Mark's house, and when they got together, when we were kids, they were the fucking shithead group, and uh, so I would go over there, and they would just like be, they would invite me, and then they would just be playing video games the whole time, and they're playing like, you know they're playing modern warfare 3 it's like i was like all right yeah let's uh, split screen it then so i can play and they're like no nah, split screening's gay we're not doing that i was like uh, okay i was like so then like here like you play around i'll play around they're like no nah, you fucking you suck man you're gonna mess up my kd <laughs> so they just like wouldn't let so they would invite me over and play video games without me and like they had they xboxes and i had like playstation so we couldn't like play together and they knew that 
and they would just like do it on purpose. So every now and then what I would do is like, that's when John was run the ethernet cord all the way through the house. So like I would be sitting there and like, I would kind of watch him from the side and see like when his stats were kind of good. I just go and unplug it from the fucking, I would just like unplug it, <laughs> plug it back in real quick. Michael, you remember that time um, we just took a, a tent, threw it in the backyard, took the Xbox there. Yep. Uh, we basically like went camping, but our camping was we took a tent, put an Xbox and a, a monitor in there and just played games outside for a night. Yeah. Um, we ended up uh, taking sleeping bags and stuff, setting them there and uh, sleeping in the tent. I think there were like three or four of us in there. Yeah, and, it was uh, me, you, no, me, you, Aaron, Eric, and Alexis. Oh, she was there too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, what were we playing? Halo something? I think it was Halo, yeah. We were playing Halo, just screwing around, and eventually um, we kind of started getting tired. So we are like, all right, call it a night. We go to sleep. And uh, a couple hours later, um, we start hearing these noises and stuff and start feeling a uh, little bit of wetness. And so, like, I wake up to the sound of someone shuffling in the tent. And I look around and I start noticing. I'm like, oh shoot, it's raining right now. So like, it's coming down like super hard. Like the one that was uh, scrambling was Aaron. He was the first one to wake up. And he said, said, I'm out of here, screw you guys. He runs in. So I gotta like try and make sure like the Xbox, the TV, all that stuff doesn't just get destroyed by uh, by the rain. So I'm like unplugging everything, trying to make sure everything doesn't screw up. I think we left you there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So the funny thing about this story, I think, is that while it's raining, nobody bothers to wake me up. Nobody bothers to let me know it's raining. <laughs> and eventually I wake up. I feel the pillow is wet. And I think, like, damn, I must have drooled a lot. So I flip the pillow over and lay down, and it's also soaked. <laughs> and I was like, have I done this before? And so I just go back to sleep. <laughs> And, you know, after I wake up, my entire body is covered in fucking water because <laughs> water invaded the tent. Dude, that morning that... comes around. Michael's the only one in the tent. That literally sounds like some kind of shit that would happen on a sitcom. <laughs> or that's like, yeah, it's something you see on TV. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going camping. Goes in the backyard, sets up a tent like a crackhead and plays Xbox. And it fucking storms yep. later, at, at, later at night. You leave a guy behind. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it was me. Yeah, we were kids. We don't check the weather. Yeah. No, I think everyone's got like a bad camping story. That's that's pretty funny. I remember when we were kids, we were in like probably like fifth grade or something like that. And um, they took us on like this camping trip and like between like all the all the classes and they 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 took you on this camping trip. And we we went out there and like you stayed in a tent with like all your friends and whatnot and like these fucking shitheads had like come and put uh like toothpaste in zach's hair they like when he was asleep they went around and put like toothpaste in everyone's hair when they were asleep and so like people the next morning are just like in the bathroom like what the fuck like having to wash their fucking hair out in the sink like because there's it's just like conglomerated with like toothpaste and yeah. yeah so that was yeah that was fun I've got a bad camping field trip story. It's not, uh, it was in fifth grade uh, back when we lived in Plano. And uh, it was like this end of the year field trip to a camp resort type thing. And it was like hyped up the entire year. And so like throughout the course of uh, like the six weeks and stuff, we would like practice singing songs and stuff. Like maybe once a week we'd go into this room and all like 
um, sing a little song like there's a hole in the bottom of the seat, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And so we get there the first day we go into the cafeteria and it's like this massive room, like three times bigger than like a normal cafeteria. And um, go to the cafeteria, play outside for a bit, play tetherball. And then we made s'mores that night. And like the next day, I'm ready to like start doing all the fun stuff because the, the first day we get there, it's just kind of settling in and getting ready, getting organized and all that. Um, the next day we were going to go um, fishing and like kayaking in little groups. But the second day, for whatever reason, I just like broke down with like the worst sickness I've ever gotten. I remember where, like, that. As, as soon as I woke up, I had to go to the nurse's office. So I got taken out of all the fun stuff, all the fishing, the kayaking and all that. And they called my mom. She had to end up come get me. I don't even know where this place was. So I don't know how far of a drive it was. But she had to come get me. I missed out on everything except for s'mores for the most hyped up field trip of the year. You got fucking food poisoning from the s'mores is what happened. Dude, that's probably what it was. Only mine. Dude, fucking. Uh, is, was that Collin County Adventure Camp? I couldn't tell you. We, but I'm I could almost, tell you, I'm I'm still salty about it. I'm almost positive that was it. So I'm going to, I'll Did let you, you know. Did you go there? Yeah, I went there. Yeah. So um, also in fifth grade, we took like two two camping trips in fifth grade. So it was that one at the beginning of the year. Then we took one at the end of the year. And that one, like you said, Chris, was one that they like fucking hyped up. And it was, uh, what was it? It was like Marble Falls or camp something? Camp Champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camp Champions. That's Mar- what I was going to talk about yeah. was my Camp Champions experience. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, so this one actually was a bad, this one was bad for like everyone all around when we first got there. So it's in like Marble Falls. So that's like kind of like, that's near Austin, right? I don't know where I think I think it's near Austin. So that's like a that's like a four or five hour drive or something like that from where we were. And uh, so we got there and we're not very we're not there very long before it's nightfall because we had been driving all day. And that night, like shortly after we got there, a fucking like tornado blows through the area. That's funny because my story is very similar. Yeah. So like blows through the area. But I mean, it wasn't anywhere near the. like the actual camp, but you're still dealing with like a supercell. So it is fucking, it's like being in Dorothy's house in Kansas when the fucking tornado is coming down. It is like rains. It's literally raining sideways. Fucking it's lightning every like couple, every couple seconds, lighting shit up. Like it's daylight. It's water is flooding into the cabins. The kids are like trying to hold down the fucking, like the little window flaps. Everyone's screaming like, ah! it's, it was sheer. <laughs> chaos and that was something i had woken up to was like i'm laying uh, i'm laying like at a top on a top bunk like right next to a window so like i wake up and i'm like literally half of my leg is in a puddle of water and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like a heavy sleeper and i, and I look around <laughs> and there's it's just chaotic like everyone's screaming and freaking the fuck out and i'm just like annoyed by the water and then i'm like oh okay this is really bad <laughs> and so yeah and like all the girls shit was like like uh, they got it even worse than we did. They com- they they got completely flooded. So all of their clothes and stuff for their the entire trip that they had planned out was just soaked in water. So they lost like half of their outfits and all the things that they were going to use to go camping. Like that all just got fucked. And literally first day, like first couple hours of being there. So wow, yeah, that sucked. Chandler, yeah. what's what's yours? Whenever we got there, like it was all fine and dandy, and we got like settled in, and our cabin was like. It wasn't like in the middle of the lake, but it was like on the water. So that, hang on. It's the the dragon. 
What, do you seriously know what that is? Like, what is that sound? Is it your heater? Oh my god. See, and then it stops. It, it only does it for a little bit, and it completely stops. I'll, I'll, I'll go turn it off. Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, so this cabin's probably like, it's probably like 30 or like 20, 30 feet, like onto the lake. And like that night, a hurricane comes through. And it's like, not like, you know, right by the lake, but it's, you know, like what Trevor said, where it's, there's a hurricane coming through and like, so we're getting crazy winds, all kinds of rain, and like the little like flaps on like the cabin doors are yeah. like keep like opening and shutting, and like oh there it is again. What? what? I turned <laughs> off the heater. That is loud as fuck. Okay. What is that? Heater. Are you, are you on your laptop? Yeah. Okay, that's probably what yeah, it is. I bet spitting out fire every couple just... seconds. Going ham. Yeah. You're... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, someone's starting up a fucking lawnmower right next to your mic. So anyways, a hurricane comes through, and so everyone's awake, and the way, like, the beds are set up, y'all can't see me, but it's, like, the bunks are, like, all along, like, the border of the cabin, like, on the walls, and so everyone's up and, like, you know, can't sleep. There's fucking a hurricane coming through, and one kid is like sitting in like the middle of the room and he has like this flashlight that makes like spooky noises like it has like a werewolf or like a ghost sound or I something I know what you're talking about yeah and he's just like having the time of his life just like shining the light at like everyone in their bunks and I'm just trying to go to sleep cuz it's probably like 2 or 3 a.m. and I'm yeah. getting pissed off and he's like excuse me he's like making noises and shining the flashlight on everybody and me and one of our other friends uh like our pillows are like right next to each other. So like our heads are like a couple feet apart. And so we were just sitting talking and then another kid starts uh, telling, he's like, have any of y'all seen Friday the 13th? And we're all like 10 or like 11 years old. And he's like, yeah, he's like this uh, guy in the hockey mask just like comes out of the lake and starts killing all of the campers and murders them. And then <laughs> this makes the guy next to me start like bawling his eyes out. So I've got like a, like a, <laughs> What's the word when you're like uh, hysterical? I've got a hysterical kid next to me, like screaming his lungs out because he's scared of Jason Voorhees. Another kid that's like shining lights and laughing the whole time and Ooh. making noises. Yeah. And I snapped and had like a moment of insanity. And I just got off my bunk and I pushed the kid down. I grabbed his flashlight and I just snapped it over my knee and broke it in half. And then I went and grabbed a snorkel off someone's bed and I started hitting the kid that kept making, <laughs> that kept making our friend cry by telling him <laughs> the Jason Voorhees stories. I just threw the snorkel down. I was like, we're going to bed! You fucking beat a kid with a snorkel. Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> shut Damn. up. I was trying to go to sleep. That is the... I, that's hilarious. It's even more that hilarious when we know who the, the friend is. Story but I'm not gonna, the, I'm not gonna out him. Corey? Oh man, yeah, it was Corey. It was Corey. There's a foosball yeah, so, story. Yeah, um, when we lived in Plano, we used to go to this daycare called Stoneway. Stoneway. And uh, most of the time, like all I can remember from that is just like screwing around, playing um, like 007. There were arcade games, and then there was this foosball table <clears throat> in the game room, and uh, we take turns on the foosball table, and I think. Michael and Corey were two of the people playing, 
and some was it like one v one or two v two on there? I think it was one on one. Okay, so it must have been you versus Corey. So anyway, um, these two were like playing foosball and stuff. Um, something happened to where Corey was getting mad. And so, like, he's a kid, so what's he going to do? He starts, like, clawing at Michael's face, like, while they're playing the game. So, <laughs> like, I'm standing right next to him. I'm like, hey, that's my brother. So I, like, I take the foosball off of the foosball table. I look at Corey. I turn him towards me, and I just whack it on his head as hard as I can. So I ended up going to the office. They called <laughs> my mom. And uh, Corey got a solid reminder not to F with the Ross gang. That's yeah, right. yeah. I guess that's the only thing gang, you can take gang. from that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We're talking to... about beating up bullies. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, also in Plano, there was a guy named Ben, and every so often, Ben would call me a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. How old were you? <laughs> eighth grade, uh, two thousand ten. Uh, you are you, you are ripe for the picking then, huh? What twelve? This fucker Ben would call me a pedophile, and throughout the entire semester, I had slowly been getting more and more annoyed. So one day in science class, uh, he did it, and then I said, "Look, man, don't call me a pedophile." And he said, "What are you gonna do about it?" And so he stuck his foot out, and so I put my uh, my fucking forearm on his neck and I put him on the ground. And people pulled me off, class started, and I thought that was the end of it. I thought I showed Ben what's up. But we went to orchestra class after science, and he called me a pedophile at the end of class. So at the end of class in orchestra, we all put our chairs away. And so before I put my chair away, I hit Ben in the chest with mine, and he <laughs> fell to the ground. And... Never what, called me a pedophile. What is it, like what is it with that? all of you beating someone with a random hey, fuck object? Sometimes. You beat someone with a chair. He beat someone with a foosball. And he beat someone with the the winner of all this, a fucking snorkel tube. You gotta grab what's next to you. <laughs> Improvise, adapt, and overcome. I fucking guess. Hey man, sometimes, sometimes violence is the boy. answer. Yeah, I mean, oh, come on. There you go. And that is why Michael came to the Quinlan schools because he threw yeah. a chair at a student. That's right. <laughs> Michael, do you remember your freshman year when we were in student council and I would try to like throw pencils and like bounce them off the wall and get them to stick in your afro? And I, was... I remember like a pencil coming at my head fucking let out like this. And I remember getting stuck in the head with it. Yeah, it was probably me because I would try and do trick shots off the wall getting pencils to stick in your hair. Dude, Chandler was a fucking Chandler was a little shit like in the beginning of his high school years. Because fucking, I tell this story every now and then, but were you, yeah, you were in that class. Oh, the, he was. The, the Spanish the, class. My sophomore boys, that class. No, yeah. See, I, oh I was God. a little troublemaker, yeah. but I had all the teachers wrapped around my thumb, yeah, so I never got in trouble. All the teachers wanted your dick. It was yeah, ridiculous. they loved me, Dude, so I never it, it got would be, in trouble. It would be so stupid. He would be, like, literally sitting behind me and Zach, like, fucking with us, like, poking <laughs> us with shit, just, like, fucking with us. And, we, and we'd be like, Jenna, what are you doing? And then from across the room, my sophomore boys need to quiet down over there. And then me and Zach are like, wow, okay. Just turn around and I'm and maniacally yeah, No, cackling. no, seriously. And you turn around and Chandler's like, <laughs> <laughs> like fucking. Yeah, if she literally had just like kept her gaze for a second longer, she would have seen Chandler like doing weird shit over there. 
<laughs> no, my, fa- my favorite story of Chandler being a little shit was hands down the time he, he uh, so my, I had a lanyard like most kids did when they were 16, you know, that had your keys on them. And so, um, you know, that, that was kind of like the style. You had the lanyard sticking out of the pocket. And uh, you could easily take that out of someone's pocket if you just, like, pulled a hard enough and Chandler slapped right behind me. So he fucking, like, reaches in, takes my keys out, which, I mean, like, that's fine. People do that all the time, whatever. And then, like, he hands me my keys back. And what he had done is he had disassembled my key fob, which that I don't even know how the fuck he did that. He disassembled it. And he put the key ring that holds everything together inside of it and put it back together. (laughs) And then gave that back to me. And I'm like, where's the lanyard? And I turn around and the motherfucker is is eating the lanyard. He has it in his mouth. And he's like, he's fucking like dying laughing. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And so like I'm walking, it's literally that day because it uh, it was like an Assassin's Creed lanyard. And this one girl would always be like, I love your lanyard. Oh my God, I love it so much. And so like, she she walks by me that same day and she's like, oh, I love your lanyard. Can I just have it? And I was just like, Yeah, here you go. It's yours now. <laughs> so, hey man, man, you gotta do it for the lulls. I, I don't know. That one was clever. I I don't know who thinks of that. Here, I'm gonna take all of his keys off of his key ring, fucking put it inside of his own key fob, <laughs> and then eat his lanyard. <laughs> Mask Sounds like a psychopath. The closest thing to that I ever did. You remember when people would like turtle people's backpacks and oh, stuff? Oh, I did that <laughs> yeah. so much. We did a little bit of that, and then there was just kind of this separate but related thing. We just like take people's bags and not mess with them in any way, but just like hide them in like yeah. spots across the room. They were like, um, and they wouldn't notice it until the bell would ring because like no one needs their bags during class. You're just sitting there taking notes. And so uh, the bell would ring, and then it would be like, all right, time to go take my thing, put it back in my bag. And then, like, that's when they'd realize, where's my bag? And then yeah. they'd, like, <laughs> and they only give you, like, four or five minutes to go to, like, it's the next class prank. or whatever. So they're all freaking out, like, getting all serious at this point. That's kind of when the joke starts breaking down, when people start getting serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the- fucking, we, yeah, that used to happen all the time, especially when I would bring that fucking, um, because I always had a drawstring bag, which that was always easy to turtle, but that was easy to put shit back in. But when I had, like, my actual, like, really big backpack with all my textbooks and shit in it, when people would turtle that, that was, like, a whole process. And so there was this one class period where they somehow managed to turtle my bag four times in one class period. Because literally I would, like, unturtle it. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'd set it down. And you got to put the leg underneath yeah, yeah, the chair no, the that, So that's what made me – that's what made me – for. My habit throughout the rest of high school after my freshman year was literally like when I sit down, I put, I wrap my fucking backpack, like the arm around my leg. So that way, if someone goes to pull it and it worked every time, every fucking time someone tried to turn on my bag after that, they're like, oh, pulling my leg. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Suck my dick. We used to, uh, we evolved a little bit. Well, I didn't do it too much, but one of my friends did where he would get zip ties and he would like zip tie the bag to the desk or he would zip yeah. or he would zip tie people's shoelaces to the desk chairs. There was one time he duct taped a kid to the chair. I don't even know how he did it. He just tells me about it. But we would do some fucked up shit. Dude, you know what I still feel bad about to this day? Because like what? I so I you know, we were all doing the turtling thing and you and I would fuck with each other every now and then, Michael. And so like this one day you had like left your wallet on the table so, <laughs> instead of turtling his bag, I grabbed his wallet and I turtled his wallet. I turned like everything inside out and it literally looked like this like triangle ball. 
and I gave it back to him and I could tell he was actually bothered by it. I was like, oh, I, d I didn't want that to happen. But it was because I fucked up his wallet because I turtled it. So it looked all fucked up <laughs> and I felt bad. I was like, oh man, I didn't mean to like ruin his shit. Oh, I had, no I remorse. forgot about that. Wow. If anyone was available to get, if anyone was available to get turtled, they got got. Yeah, dude, you know what I fucking hate? So we, my <laughs> sophomore year, I want to say, yeah, I think it was my sophomore year. We sat at this table with like all these older kids because we were all in athletics together. And most of them were fucking douchebags, but I was sitting, I was sitting there with like Zach and Jeb and them. So like, it wasn't that bad. It was like half and half. And uh, they played, they played this fucking game. And they made everyone play it. Like, you had to fucking play it. And they, they would, at lunch is coming to an end, they would put, like, an empty bottle of, like, orange juice, and they'd spin it. And whoever it landed on had to, like, take all of the trash for the entire table. And so that was, that was like, the thing, right? And so I, I remember this one day. And, like, if it landed on you, it's like, okay, that's fine. It lands on everyone every day. It's no big deal. And so this, this one fucking day, this, this, kid, this guy was sitting with us, and I couldn't stand this guy. And he, um, I got up for, like, a minute to go get something, and I had left like the cookies I had just bought on the table and I come back and his cheeks are fucking stuffed like chipmunks. He's fucking eating my shit. And I'm like, where are my cookies? I look up. He's like, shouldn't have left them, bro. You should have left them on the fucking table. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? I shouldn't leave them on the desk. My fucking cookie. You can't just eat it. And he's like, oh, and he literally, I, I got like four and he ate like all of them. And I was like, what the fuck? And then, so he spins the bottle and the fucking trash lands on me. He's like, oh, you got. He's like, oh, you gotta take it. And I was like, fuck you. I was like, I'll take it if you go pay me for. You go like, you know, buy buy me new cookies that you just ate. He's like, no, man. What dumbass leaves them at the table? I was like, okay. I was like, I'm not taking it. He's like, you're gonna send us all to ISS, man. I was like, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking the shit. And then like, so like we all go to leave, and everyone's like looking at me like I'm gonna do it. I'm like, no. And so I I leave, and like all the trash is on the table, and I was willing to die on that hill. But Zach was like. I don't want to go to ISS. So Zach fucking piles all the trash up and goes and throws it away. And I'm like, why'd you do that? He's like, I didn't want to go to ISS. I'm like, no, I will die on this hill. <laughs> oh, there's a, wow. there's a few good stories that I have <clears throat> like lunch shenanigans at school. But I think the funniest was like the, so I sat at a table with like my junior year with all the older people, all the, the grade above me. And on like the table across from us was, a lot of other people my age but like you know you can only fit like 10 people at a table or something and we're just like sitting there watching and i don't know like how it like happened or something but like someone got mad and like got like the bottle of milk when they were like in like the little plastic bottles and like just squeezed it and like interrupted like old faithful and got all over uh man it's so hard not to name drop people but it got all over uh someone and they were like one of the only black kids at the school, but they were like super light skinned, like the perfect color of the milk. And it was like all over them. And we're just sitting here dying, laughing at this table behind us. And the principal walks up. He's like, all right. He's like this table, this table, ISS. Or he's like, ISS lunch detention rest of the week. And we're like, what? We're like, come on. We're like sitting there laughing. He's like, well, we can just go back and watch the video of it. And then we'll see if y'all did anything or not. And I was like, when you run it back, I was like, can you make a copy? I was like, this is the funniest <laughs> thing that ever happened to me. And he's like, oh, that's real funny, Schwing. And then, like, he ends up, like, telling us, like, we don't have it or whatever. But I go back to class, and this guy that got the milk all over him is sitting next to me. And I am just, like, look over at him, and he is fuming angry, like, shaking violently, like, so mad. And it's just, like, I can't tell, like, where his skin ends or begins because he's wearing a white shirt. And uh -huh. it's just... 
chocolate milk face, chocolate milk neck, down to his shirt, chocolate milk covered his whole body. And I'm just sitting there like, whenever you're so, you're not supposed to laugh, and I'm just sitting there just like, <laughs> just like trying not to fucking die laughing. Oh, it was awesome. And another time, Harrison almost set the a trash can on fire. <laughs> He brought Jeez. a uh, what are they called the like the army lunches or whatever like they give like people in the MREs. army. Yeah, he got an MOE and he brought it and you can like MRE MRE R is in yeah. Richard. Meal yeah. ready to eat. Yeah, he he brought yes. one of those just because we wanted to see like how shitty it was and there was like something that you could like do in it to like stir it up to like get something heated up somehow, and he started doing it and like it started smoking like. Looked like it was about to catch fire, so we were like, dispersed. And he just like threw it in the trash can. We just see like one little lone trail of smoke like coming up from the trash can. Like we all just left and like went and sat at like random tables. And they're like, "What are you doing here?" We're just like, "Don't say anything." Blend in, covert. And thank God it didn't catch on fire. But we fucking dispersed like the fucking Ocean's Eleven. It was awesome. Just like, hey, it's about to catch on fire. Throw it away. Just got up. Everyone gone. Oh my god. <clears throat> No, I never, I never set anything on fire in in high school. So, I was a little shit in high school. Yeah, it was funny though. You did it. You, you had the right amount of like, I'm fucking around, but I'm also gonna like fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, there was one time when I was an office aide, and they were doing like a uh, a drill for like lockdown. Anyways, so we're doing a lockdown for like if there's a shooter in the school or something. So they like. You know, they put it on lockdown. I'm in the office stage, so there's, like, nowhere for us to, like, go on lockdown. And they, they might have done it, like, while I was out, like, delivering, like, a letter or something. But I think it was a blood drive day. And so everyone can, like, dress up for that or whatever if you're in student council, if you're working, like, for the theme of the event. And just, like, somewhere along the way, like, I got a, uh, like, a cape, a ninja turtle mask, and, like, a little foam pirate sword. And, like, while we're on lockdown, it was me and one of my good friends at the time. And I was, like, at the commons area, like, up on, like, the brick wall, like, running, like, Naruto style, like, with the sword out because the entire school is empty. And, like, the school cops, like, stopped. They're like, hey, like, what are you doing? I, like, turn around. I'm like, I'm saving the school. (laughs) And they just start busting out laughing. They're like get the hell out of here like it's shit like that like it, as long as you're funny enough to make the teachers laugh about it you're in the clear that's all i did i i mastered that technique dude did zach <laughs> did zach ever tell you the time that he like fucking completely made an ass out of himself in front of coach rickman no <laughs> all right hang on we gotta take an intermission every time it does that i'm just gonna drink Oh my god, it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can make it like power hour. Every time compu- every time Chris's computer starts fucking hub, just start drinking until it take stops. A shot. <laughs> oh god. my god. What was that? What the fuck was I saying? Uh, I don't know, Zach Rickman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, oh my god, that was so goddamn funny. So like we were we were playing. It was that it was that time like when Zach had fucked himself up, so he, he wasn't able to play basketball. And we were we played this one game. I can't remember who we were playing, but they, they this uh, one of the kids on the other team. He was flailing like a motherfucker. Like he was just caught. Anytime you like bumped into him, he was like oh, and he would like act like you fouled him, and it was like the most dramatic thing. It's like they were out there playing soccer, and so we all get back into the locker room, and 
or it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the locker room. Zach will probably fucking correct me on this later, but either way. Um, so we get back in the locker room and, uh, um, Zach is like, oh yeah. He's like talking about the game. Cause it's like at halftime and he's like, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you got that dumb motherfucker out there just being like, Durr! and he like fucking like starts like going crazy. He's like screaming. He's like, ah, and he starts like rolling on the ground and like coach Rickman walks like around the corner and is just standing there watching Zach like, ah, like on the ground, like <laughs> screaming and like going in circles and fucking Rickman's like, right. What are you doing? And he's like, he literally just stands up and he does this act. Just nothing, coach. Like just like, <laughs> like he wasn't screaming like a madman. Did he ever tell you about the time? <laughs> I thought this was so funny. Just picturing it happen in my head. But him and Fisk, after uh, basketball practice, they would like stay in the locker room and they would uh, play Yu Gi Oh. And this was like at the time before like it really got like kind of popular again. Mm-hmm. Like my senior year. It's like when I started doing it competitively, I think, mm-hmm. and that's when it got real popular. But before that, like Fisk and Zach were playing like in the locker room, and they didn't want anyone to find out. So it was like, I don't know, probably like five o'clock or something, like way after school's over. And like they hear like the door for like uh, Flieger's office open, and they would tell me like how they would like scramble up their cards like as quick as humanly possible, and yeah. they would like run and like hide in the bathroom stalls, <laughs> like holding their cards because they didn't want to get caught playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh no, I never, I never heard <laughs> about that. Well, no, because they used to do it in the locker room, like literally, like just sitting on like that little half-ass bench thing, like with everyone like watching. So I, that, I, that yeah, I guess that must have been before they were willing to do that because. Yeah, he's never told me that before. Yu-Gi-Oh! was the shit my senior year. I played that every chance I could. Like, as soon as football is over, it's like, I need a hobby. And literally dueled every second of every day at school. Do you guys yeah. ever have nickels for English at PJC? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of us did. It was uh, one time, uh, I think it was during the summer, uh, me and Garrett were playing GTA one day, and we were, like, doing heists and stuff, just trying to make a bunch of money trying to buy yachts. And... We were playing, like, doing this pack standard heist, and there was this glitch where if you close the application, like, right as you finished, you could replay the heist over and over again. So we'd basically just do that and, like, stack money on top of money. So uh, we did that until, like, 6 a.m. one day. Like, time completely just flew past. And uh, so I ended up, like, having to go to school, and I'm like, all right, I I can do this. I'm just going to stay up through, like, this class. But... Well, one of the things he did was like he recorded all of his lectures and stuff. And Nichols is a great guy, but he kind of has like a bit of a monotone voice. So like I'm sitting there just kind of leaning back in my chair with my arms crossed like this and like doing my best to stay awake. <laughs> Eventually, like I end up waking up, looking around, and like it was obvious he could tell I was sleeping. Uh-huh. And, like he was a nice guy, so I'm like, man, I felt really bad about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, and also another thing. Um, how he'd record his lectures and put them on YouTube and stuff. I went and, like, actually checked one of them out one time. I never needed to because, like, I was there and watching them and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, it would show a view count in the bottom left. So what I would do, just because I was stupid, was, like, I'd load it up and then just, like, keep refreshing the page <laughs> to, like, basically shoot the view counts up to, like, make it, I guess, seem like a lot of people were checking them out. And, like, very next class period... He walks in and like one of the first things he says is, "I see a lot of you guys have been watching the YouTube videos." Oh my gosh! Nichols is awesome, dude. Nichols—he yeah. was probably my favorite professor I had like oh, all yeah. throughout college, hands down. 
his classes were so much fun. They were he it was just so relatable. I mean, I I guess maybe not to some people who weren't like nerds, but like to everyone like us, he was just like the most down to earth kind of guy. Yeah, he was just a huge nerd, and yeah. I loved it. And like every reference he made, like I would get, and it was awesome. Yeah, there yeah. Th- there was one class we had when we. Uh, they just started like offering the summer classes for us because I, I graduated before they did the associates thing for mm-hmm. the dual credit, but I was still taking the summer classes and I was taking British literature, and it was me and like three other girls that we went to school with, and then just one like random like forty year old woman, and we would have to like every week or something like read like just like some old like King Lear like Shakespeare stuff, and oh. I would never read them obviously because i don't want to do that so i would just like watch like <coughs> like a youtube video like the night before or something like a spark note of it or something just so i could have like mm-hmm. the talking points but like we would go in there and nobody else like knew anything about the books and there's five people in the class we're there for like two hours yeah so it would be me and him literally just having Ooh. a conversation about the book for like 20 minutes 30 minutes and then we would just get off tangent and like, there was one time we just bullshitted about Skyrim for, like, an hour. Like, just talk about video games or movies or TV shows. And it was awesome. I, was Dude, just I like, loved Nickel so much. He He's probably, to this day, my favorite professor that I've ever had. Me too. He was he was so awesome. And I felt so bad because it was, like, uh, the, the kids right after us. Because Becca was, I was dating Becca at the time. And so she was in that class. And she would tell me, she'd be like, I love Nichols, but there's a lot of people in there who, like, can't stand them because... They they were all like fucking pretentious little assholes, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, like he makes a bunch of like video game references, and it's like it just doesn't make any sense, and this class is stupid, and it's like, dude, fuck off." Yeah, that's like, on, on, like that I remember one time he actually like booted up Skyrim and played it for some reason. I think it was like to demonstrate like first person or whatever it was some like that yeah. but yeah. it was awesome that he like did that yeah no, it was and, funny and he but shows his, videos yeah. all the time like the leroy jenkins video i don't know what the context uh-huh. for that was but he showed it to us it's awesome that he integrated it into a lesson i remember the yeah. first the first class i had with them and it was like one of my first college classes i was like man this is gonna be shitty and he's like going through like how to log on to the online segment like the blackboard and uh he was like and so you would type in your name here. He's like, I've created a false name. Uh, he was like, so obviously you will not type this. He was like, but this is Magnus Baraka. Yeah. Oh, you, like, yeah. you still remember, I remember it too? That. Yeah, I still was, remember that. He was like, Magnus from the staff of Magnus from Skyrim and Baraka from Mortal Kombat. And then like, probably like two people are like, aha. And everyone else is like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there back. I'm like, I can dig it. I can dig it. And then he's like going through the syllabus. He's like, yeah, there's a QR code here. He was like, if you want every answer for every test, we've got a QR code there on the syllabus for you. And it was like a QR code to a never going to give you up by Rick Astley, like the troll <laughs> oh video. God. On he, I don't know if he did I'm that. Just to like, this is awesome. Like, Dude. You're the best. I love it. Oh man. His class, his class was so cool. It was funny. Cause I became known as the movie guy in that class. I don't know if you remember that, Michael. But, like, no, Nichols know. would always make references to movies, which was something else I really liked, is that he would, like, he'd be like, it's kind of like, um, like, in Watchmen, how, like, at the end, they have to, like, forget or, or whatever. And he and he would always make those movie references. And so uh, it, it kind of started becoming, he's like, all right, has anyone in here seen, like, this random obscure movie? movie? And no one in there would do anything. And I'm literally looking around, and I'm like, I would raise my hand. And that, that happened, like, six times. 
to where to the point where like uh he asked one time like kind of after all that he's like all right has anyone ever seen like this movie and everyone turns and looks at me and i'm like yeah (laughs) i've seen it and so that was that was always really cool is that i always understood he would relate it to like source code with jake gyllenhaal Watchmen, like just a bunch of other like really good fucking movies and it would be like the perfect metaphor and it's like oh if they had just seen that movie they would they'd be like oh that makes so much sense and i don't know he was just so relatable it was like i don't know current media and he was really good about it and i remember at the end of that class like i think you and i walked up to him michael because we wanted to tell him like because we had literally had nickel for a year straight because we started taking him uh in like uh, in the fall one year, and we took him all throughout the fall, we took him through the spring, and then through both summer semesters. So we literally were in Nichols class for like a year straight. And so it got done. It was kind of like bittersweet. It's like, oh man, I'm not going to have Nichols anymore. And so I walk in there, and so Michael and I walk up to tell him like, hey, we enjoyed your class. And that was one of the things. I was like, man, you're such a fucking, you're such an awesome professor. And he was like, and it was funny because he was like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "He's like, that's funny." He's like, "I always worry if I, you know, I'm, I'm like doing things right or if people understand." And I like told him, "I was like, no, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Like, you're fucking, you're awesome, man." And like Michael was saying all these good stuff too, and that that felt really good to be able to like tell a guy that meant a lot to you, like really helped you learn and like made it fun. It wasn't just, I wasn't bored going into his class like ever. So like it, that meant that meant a lot to me to be able to tell him like, "Hey, I fucking love what you're doing. Like, keep doing it. Fucking, you're an awesome professor." So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. At Commerce, his wife is a an advisor for uh, I don't know if it was just for like the social science whatever I went to school for, but she was my academic advisor. And like the first time I went in there, like I like go into her office and I'm, like I don't think of the last name Nichols. I'm like just the thought never occurred to me. And I'm like sitting around like in the office, and then like I just see like a picture of him there, and she's like talking to me about like all these classes stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry, I was like. Is your husband, uh, Chris? Yeah. Well, I knew his name, but I didn't know. Mm, yeah. I always feel weird saying names on the podcast, but I was like, "Is your husband Chris Nichols at PJC?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I love him." I was like, "He's the best." And like every single time I went there, I'd be like, "How's your husband doing?" I was like, "Is yeah. he still at PJC? Is he doing good?" I'm like, "Please tell him I love him. I miss him." Yeah. Here's, please give him my number. I'd want to hang out with him. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, fucking, he, he was so cool. Yeah, no, let's, uh, I'll send him a link to the podcast. Be like, yo, what's up, Mr. Nichols? How's it going, man? He was like Dude. Mr. Keith in college. Like, that's like, yeah. what, like, there's only a select few, like, teachers that I would want to, like, associate with outside of school, and he's definitely one of them. Like, I would love to go get a mm. drink with Nichols and yeah. bullshit for hours. Shout out Mr. Keith as well. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he, awesome. He, he actually yeah, watches the, these. The, the stars he hung up in his ceiling whenever yeah. you'd read like one of those um, classic books. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. I never actually had Mr. Keith in a class. I just like I spoke. He spoke to Chris through me. Sometimes. Ah, okay, I see. Yeah. yeah. No, fucking. Uh, both really good teachers. Yeah, that's he a, had a He had a literature and film class. Did, was that a thing when you guys had him? Mr. Keith? Yeah. It, it might have been a lecture or an elective at the time, but I never I never took it, no. Well, yeah. I, I ended up not taking it either, but I know people who were in there. And there were times, like, uh, whenever my seventh period class had something going on, they'd kind of, I think, send a couple of us in there. Or they'd just kind of tell us to find a spot. And um, they watched, like, movies in there and, like, related it to English stuff 
I don't know exactly what they did in there, but basically taking lessons for movies and stuff. And looking back on it, like, I wish I really would have taken that class because that would have been, like, such awesome. a fun thing to do where yeah. you get to go to class, watch movies. Oh, yeah. It, so, yeah. yeah, so I actually, I ended up taking a, um, a horror film class in, at Texas Tech when I was at college. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, what, what did we watch? We watched, like, Halloween. We watched Psycho. Uh, we, we watched a, we watched a couple of other just like random like old ass uh, like German films and yeah that, that was always that was always really cool to me is like you know you would sit there and then you'd have to like write and look up the themes in movies that maybe you hadn't really thought of before um, however I did see the worst movie to this day that I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life in that class uh, what was it it was called what was it? landscape suicide is the name of this movie and I don't even know how she movie? found out about this movie because this movie is so obscure I mean like IMDb barely even has anything on it. And it was made in like ninth, like the, the mid to late 80s. And to this day, Landscape suicide. worst movie I have ever fucking seen. It is awful. It is fucking, I don't care what they were going for with imagery or whatever, it's trash. It, they, it, it, it is like, it, it is sequences of, of the same thing repeated over and over again and it doesn't stop. And then it jumps to something else random, and it makes no sense. So it, the movie literally starts with a woman slash man, you can't really tell, in like old grainy-ass film at a tennis court, and she's throwing up balls, and she's hitting them, and like there's this bucket of tennis balls next to her, like a fucking giant bucket of tennis balls. And she's like grabbing one, she throws it up, it hits it. And you're like, something's going to happen. This is the beginning of the movie. Like, something has to happen. And then you slowly but surely come to the realization that you are going to have to watch her hit through every one of the motherfucking tennis balls in that bucket. And sure enough, top to bottom, you watch it. And then it cuts over to something like it's just a it's just a scene of like some landscape or like a house. And it's just on that for like the whole entire duration of a song. And then it cuts <laughs> to a, an interview a, 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 a recreation of an interview with like a like a girl who had murdered one of her friends and they pretty much read the exact transcripts of what happened so you, you're supposed to think like it is that person and it's like super like like purposely very very monotone yeah i grabbed the knife i stabbed her um uh, just like horribly monotone very monotonous and then it like cuts over to just like random landscape and it just does that for five minutes and that is the whole fucking movie the entire time they, they do like interviews with like two serial killers like fake very monotonous very horrible and then like i'm supposed to write about themes of this and literally i thought i was going insane because i just had to keep watching the same thing like it cuts to the scene like the scene of a woman vacuuming the house and you watch her vacuum the whole fucking living room <laughs> when you and, don't know how to edit you just throw the entire dude, clip and, and i literally in the middle of the class started laughing because i was going insane like it was just like watching i, I was like it, it suddenly became funny because i knew it wasn't gonna end so I'm just sitting there, like, literally <laughs> containing myself. And people probably were, like, looking at me, like, what the fuck? Because I'm, like... But, like, just trying not to laugh. And then, like, I remember walking to my next class, and I'm talking to, like, the girl that I knew in it. And, like, it was so bad. I never talked to my other class, but it was so bad that I walk in that class, I'm, like, I just saw the worst fucking movie of my life. And I'm, like, telling <laughs> everyone about it. I was, like, I have to talk about this because this is fucking awful. <laughs> I wish I took some kind of film classes whenever I was in school. It was it was fun. Other other than that one horrible fucking movie, it was a it was a really fun class because I got to write about like 
um, you had to write about like one of your favorite horror movies or like she would give you extra credit if you went and saw a horror movie in film and you just brought her like the ticket stub or the picture of the receipt and she'd give you like extra credit on stuff. That's badass. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And she was really cool. She was like a super nerd. She loved like Star Wars and shit like that. And it, it was really fun. I had, I had a great time. But uh, yeah, I got to write about like my favorite horror movie, which is Sinister. I got to like write about like how the critics got it wrong. And I had to, you have to like cite stuff like an actual English class, but it, I always had a great time doing it. And yeah, no, I, I would definitely take more film classes if I like went back to college because that was a lot of fun. The only thing I did for like film in school wasn't even for me. It was for John. Like he had a, some assignment to, uh, I can't remember what class he was in, but it was to like write like a two page paper about 2001, a space odyssey. Oh, wow. And like that, you know, I, I just don't think that that's like John's kind of movie. So I was, and he was like, tell me about it. And I was like, yeah, we'll watch the movie. And like, we watched it. I'm pretty sure we watched it like as a group with people. And he was like, I don't know what I'm going to write about this. I was like, I was like, let me write this. I was like, I don't even got to watch the movie. I was like, I was like, I got it. And like had so yeah. much fun, like doing his homework, writing like a two page paper, like about 2001. I was like, I could do this all the time. I was like, this yeah. is entertaining. I love oh, yeah, doing no, this. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, I've always been super obsessed with, like, you know, you go on YouTube and you watch, like, the video essays of, like, the movies. They, like, explain stuff and explain all the themes through them. Because it's, like... It's, like, literally my entire YouTube history. Is yeah. that with movies and video games? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Because, I don't know, it's it's different. When you read a book, you can kind of maybe come to those conclusions on its own because it's, like, I don't know, you can get a lot of context clues and you can read the text in front of you. But when it's a movie, it's a little bit harder to do. So, I don't know, to me, it's always cool to watch it. And especially, like, when you're kind of confused about an ending or you're, like okay, I don't get it. And then, like, you go back and you watch one of those video essays and they do a very... Most of them do a really good job of uh, kind of, like, running through and explaining everything and, like, oh, here's the symbolism of this. And so you can go from being one of those people that's like, I don't get it, it ended fucking weird, so fuck that movie, to being like, oh, okay, now I totally get... Now that I, now that I saw some of the things and how they connect, I totally understand what they're going for and that makes me appreciate the movie a lot more. So, yeah, I like I, I love doing that shit. It kind of brings me to. I'm wondering too, because I didn't know Chris was big into movies. Yeah, said I was about like, to jump into that. Like, got like some big like mega movie list. You've been watching a lot of movies. What what have, what have you been watching recently? Yeah, what's on that list, Chris? Let's what what have you been watching? Oh shoot! Well, actually, let me pull. I've watched a few Will Smith movies. I really like those. Let me pull up the entire list here. Let's just get off the table. Oh, is that the noise? Yeah, that is the noise. You finally heard it. It sounds like it sounds like when I when I lived in the dorms on campus and some motherfucker would hit like the hand like the, the hand dryer and then like they would open the door while the hand dryer was still going and then the door would shut. That's exactly what yeah. that sounds like. Yeah, so that is the sound of the laptop getting hot and I guess There we go. There we go. What did I say? What did I say? Well, you're right. Um all right. So ones I've watched so far, these are a few of them. Uh Grand Torino. Uh, That's a good one. I watched the first Rambo, Hancock, and Hitch. Those are Will Smith movies. Hancock. The Big Short. Um, Actually, Netflix has some good stuff on there. I don't know if you guys have seen Ozark. Uh, I just finished that. Well, I haven't Uh, seen seen the the newest season, but I've seen the other two. And yeah, I really Uh, like Ozark. The the new one came out, what, like three weeks ago? Something like that? Yeah. I don't know, but Sarah's watched it already. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's real good. Uh, yeah, well, great show. But uh, actually, uh, if you guys have any movies to add to this, I'm on it right now, so I could just throw those on there. Okay, let me. I might as well check my notes for movies that have been recommended to me. Well, you said you haven't seen Parasite yet, right? 
Parasite. Uh, yeah, yeah, you should definitely add that to it because you know your first foreign film to win of whatever, and it does a really good job of um, kind of conveying the. I mean, like you could even relate it to like America, but especially like in Korea, kind of like the class divides like between rich and poor, and it's like I've never really seen anything done like that. It's not what I like was expecting it to be, but it, it's I like it a lot. I think I think they do a good job. It's on so, Hulu. Yeah, so if you got Hulu, it's fucking it's on there, dude. All throughout Parasite, I was fucking stressed out. Oh I yeah, was me, like, oh me There's too. no way, like, this is. Oh well, I, I got super stressed like the minute that they were like in the house and like it starts to rain. My first thought was, I was like, those motherfuckers are out camping right now. It's like get out of the house, and none of them thought about it because they're all like fucked up. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil anything about the movie, but yeah, it's like they're not. They didn't, they clearly weren't thinking about that. That was the first thing I was thinking of. I was like, dude, oh my god, fucking go. Dude, I just. That movie, I, I I already said it, but it stressed me out the entire oh, time watching. Well, it. have you seen Uncut Gems? I haven't nope. seen that either. Okay, if I'm you got stre- if you got stressed out watching <clears throat> Parasite, you'll be very stressed out watching Uncut Gems because the pacing of that movie is n- not like something I've seen before. It is nonstop. It does not give you room to breathe. It's basically like having a small anxiety attack the entire movie. That's what it feels like. What movies are you into, Chris? Like, do you have certain genres you like? Or are you just good movies? Like, does it matter what type of genre it is? Or Mostly, comedies are my big thing. Uh, dramas, I would say. Comedies and dramas are the top two. Um, okay. well, horror, I'm not, comedy. I'm not super into horror. But, I mean, I would watch it if it's, like, a classic, you know? Like, movies that everyone knows, those are, like, the ones that I would watch. Uh, I've got yeah. what? I've got a comedy for you. Just to like understand references and stuff, but what you got? Oh. <laughs> so funny, you can't even say it. <laughs> Schindler's List. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here you go, Chris. You can you can throw that in there of the fucking the. Modern Goonies are a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> I prefer the sequel, Schindler's Fist. <laughs> you got this, Michael. Come on. Straight face. Fucking All right, so. title. <clears throat> Pokemon Mewtwo Shite. <laughs> that really? <laughs> why? Why, why was that, that so hard to say? <laughs> why does that elicit so much laughter? Because, like, it's actually kind of a sad movie. Have you guys ever seen it? I I, th- I think I did when I was a kid. Yeah. Okay, so like, it's the one going to like this this cave or whatever, and like they find Mewtwo at the end. Yep. And like, there's this big battle. Okay, I remember that yeah, very yeah, vaguely. That, that where Ash gets turned to stone and shit and it's all sad. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny, though. Yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, my uh, God. Um, okay, but... so, Chris, have you seen any uh, Quentin Tarantino movies? Oh, yes, but... Um, hold on. Is Pulp Fiction Quentin Tarantino? Yes. Uh, I'm not big on like directors. Just start naming movies. I'll let you know if I've seen them. Django Unchained, Pulp Fiction, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, Reservoir Dogs, Hateful Eight, Hateful Eight, Kill Bill. 
I have not seen any of those. Okay, uh, okay. yeah. All right. So there we go. We'll, we'll start right there. So here, here's some of the here's some of the main ones you need to watch. You absolutely need to watch Pulp Fiction because you're kind of humor. You're kind of humor. It's not a funny movie, but it is fucking hilarious. It's several parts, and it's definitely your kind of humor. So Pulp Fiction for sure. Also Django. Those are like my top two. Inglorious Bastards. <clears throat> oh yeah, and Inglorious Bastards. Those are like the top three you I've need to watch. That one. Okay, there that you one. go. All right, yeah. So yeah, uh, Pulp. If you've never seen Pulp Fiction and Django Unchained, you will fucking love those movies. They're great. Actually, Pulp Fiction's like one of the first ones I put on here, but I just never got around to it. Oh yeah, it's they're both awesome because it's like it's got a blend of everything. It's got fucking they've got action in it. They've got you know uh, they've got drama, and then there are some moments that you will fucking laugh your ass off. So. Well, if you want What about here. the Blair Witch Project? Uh, that's that's the one where they like it's like a vlog type looking thing, right? Yeah. Shaky cam. I don't actually cam. know. That's, what, that's one of the ones I had actually that, never seen that movie, but that was one of the ones we watched in our horror film class. So that's like really the, yeah. one of the first movies that like started the uh, like handheld camera. Yeah, they started like found thing. footage. Yeah, the found footage that yeah. was rampant and like the. 2000s like 2010s yeah because the movie movie the movie came out in 99 and they did something pretty revolutionary with their marketing campaign which is why the movie made such an impact was that they had made their own website and they pretty much made the movie seem like everything that had happened was absolutely real like all the all the people had died they weren't actors and like here's the website and all the all the information they had about their disappearances and they had like really marketed as this is a true story so that's why when a lot of people saw it it was like oh it's real but Obviously, years later, they came out and were like, it's not. But that's why it was like kind of really important to the found footage genre because it was like the first of its kind, and they went like all out on their marketing campaign. I don't know if wow. that or Rec came out first. Like, REC, that's like, uh, you know, Quarantine, the movie mm-hmm. Quarantine. It's, that was a remake of a Spanish movie called yeah. Rec, REC for Record. It might have been. I don't, know, I don't know what came first. Here we go. Let's, let's go in here. Let's go to Fear Fox. Now, my computer's going to sound like it's on fucking fire. Well, Chris, I got some other good ones if you haven't seen them. Uh, Trevor mentioned it. Schindler. These are all movies that have no, like, good feelings, really. They're all just super sad dramas, but Schindler's List. That was 2007. Wreck was? Yeah. Oh, damn. Really? What was Quarantine? Schindler's List. Schindler's List, Apocalypse Now, and The Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter? The Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. Um, let's see, where is quarantine? It should be in here somewhere. An apocalypse now. Got that one. All right. I'm doing my best to like quickly mute my thing while while the 747's blasting. <laughs> you do what you kind of hard to. My PlayStation does the same thing. Every, everything I have overheats. Quarantine came out one year later in 2008. Okay, so yeah. And then the economy crashed. That was actually one of the movies that we we looked a little bit into in the horror film class. We didn't watch it, but like we did, we did some kind of like small little segment over it. Quarantine. Uh, quarantine and wreck. Oh. Um. But yeah, so um, an, another director you should look into because most of his movies are really good. Are uh, is uh, Scorsese. Um. Oh, someone's home. It's John Noah. He's walking in. What up, John? John, you're gonna be fucking famous. Whip out your cock. That's right. What you got there? He didn't do it. Some Luigi? All right, well. Looks good. The watches. 
Um, yeah, so like, uh, have you heard of Martin Scorsese, Chris? I have not. So he, he's known for most of his movies. Almost every movie he puts out is like top-notch, Oscar-nominated. They're fucking great. Um, uh, Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver, Wolf of Wall Street. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Wolf of Wall Shutter- Street's good. Wolf of Wall Street's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill. Um, and then uh, Shutter Island is fucking phenomenal too. I love that hey, one's. I that- think I heard Mr. Keith talk about that one a lot. Yeah. Let me put Shutter Island on the list. Shutter Island is great. That one's kind of like that one's a little slept on of the Scorsese hey, films. I, actually, I already had Shutter Island on there. Yeah. Well, now yeah. we both did. Yeah, Scorsese, and then like the, the Departed, that one's really good too. Oh yeah, The Departed's awesome. Yeah, Scorsese, just you could watch bad. almost any Scorsese movie, and you would probably like all of them because he is a phenomenal director, so. along with Christopher Nolan. Pretty yeah, much any yeah, him too. Christopher Nolan movie's good. So yeah, with so, Chris, we go ahead. You were talking about movies. Yeah, so I just uh, brought up the Netflix app, and it shows like movies you've watched. And one thing I wanted to say, The Matrix. Um, honestly, uh, honest opinion, not a great movie for like the first hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> it was like one of the slowest starting movies I've ever seen. Like, How long? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Let, let me look up. It's the probably like a normal time. movie length. I think, yeah, it's, I think like it's a couple two hours. hours. Two yeah. hours is normal. Yeah. That's two, normal. Two hours. Somewhere around there. Anyway, like, yeah, two and a half yeah. hours. But like yeah. the first hour and a half of it is like nothing is happening except just like background information prepping you for the last 45 minutes so like literally the first time i booted it up and like because what i do is like i have movies on the side of like one half of my uh screen and i have stuff going on on the other side (laughs) so uh i booted up and i got something going on the other side and like i'm watching the movie and like half an hour in i'm like all right, this, this sucks. So I just like literally switched it off, went to a different movie. I had to come back to it like two weeks later because uh, it came up in conversation. I was like, man, I should have watched it. But overall, that was one of those things where you were saying like, um, like you don't understand the movie, so maybe you don't appreciate it. I, um, I didn't get what was going on with the whole like him waking up in a in that slime or whatever it was. But that was one movie, honestly. I just watched it because it was a famous movie. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of references come from it, so. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, no, the Matrix is the Matrix is one of those kind of movies that it's. <laughs> you're right. When, if if I was to give you my honest opinion of the Matrix, I would not say the Matrix is like a great movie. Um, it was just like at the time it was pretty revolutionary, especially for special effects, because that was in like '99, mm-hmm. and that was kind of when they first started implementing like. CGI into movies like pretty mainstream that's kind of like where it started the bullet time was like the big deal for it like, yeah when he's like bent like bent over and like the bullets are like flying past him like that was yeah. like pretty revolutionary to like see yeah and so it, it, the the plot itself is not anything super special it was cool because it was like the first time to really dive into kind of like simulation theory right like oh we're all just living in a simulation but if you go back and look at the plot it, it the movie is just more of it's a more of a fun movie it's like going back and watching the first Fast and Furious. It's like it's not a good movie, but it's fun. It, it, it it's fun to watch, and you're never gonna be like this movie's fucking terrible. But no, nah, it's fun. So like that. I, I was like yeah, that for the yeah. first like hour and a half. Yeah, I, I honestly it was a struggle to get through it. I feel the same way, kind of like I didn't watch The Matrix like when it came out. I think I watched the trilogy like in 2017. I yeah, whenever, I watched it pretty late too. Whenever 
I was uh, on vacation to Oregon and Alaska. I would like watch. I just had like a bunch of movies like pulled up to like that. I would watch like on flights and like while I'm at the terminals waiting and stuff. And I watched like the entire trilogy like while I was on this trip. And yeah, you know, it might have been that I was just watching it on my phone and not you know watching it on a TV or something. But kind of had the same effect. I was like, yeah, I was like, I mean, it's it wasn't bad. I was like, but I wasn't like, oh my god, this movie is like, yeah no. incredible like. No, I would never expect anyone to say that either. Like, if someone was well, like, I don't like... The, yeah, if someone was like, I don't like The Matrix, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, it's not... Well, it's, it's rated pretty high, like, amongst, yeah. like, all critics. Yeah, no, because, but, like, as far as an action movie stands, right? Like, kind of how most action movies are, like, a little mindless. Like, it's a good action movie. It's just, like... It's not It's not fantastic. It's not, like, an award-winning film by any means. If you didn't really love the first one, Chris, don't bother watching the second you won't. Third. You won't oh, like no, the other like, two. A lot of the movies that uh, I've heard of that were made, like, kind of earlier, like, in the 90s and stuff, there's, like, four or five of them in the series. Like, I think Rocky. How many of those are there? Uh, oh, my God. There's, there's like... if do, do you count Creed? Does that count oh, with Jesus. Rocky? Ah. There's, fi- there's five in the main line. I have all the Rocky movies. And then there's, there's the Bal- there... Rocky Balboa. There's which five like, in yeah. the main yeah, like, number. I feel like just go with the first one and you're good. <laughs> Just be able to say a lot know. of those Rock, movies yes rocky 2 is awesome rocky and rambo but i will say rambo was a good movie to watch rambo like rambo 2 and rambo 2 and 3 suck because i it's actually just, haven't seen rambo rambo's I, good the first one i really liked the first one and i saw there were more and like i was like okay well i'd watch it and then like because one of the people i work with um he was the one that recommended uh rambo and I watched it, and I told him I liked it, and he was like, "Oh, well, that that's good, but uh, you don't need to see the other ones." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm not really, I'm not big on movie franchises or like movies that have a lot of sequels. Like, no, for the most part, you can get away. You can get away with two. Usually, if you the second one sometimes, arguably, can be better than the first, and then three is like okay. Sometimes trilogy sequels, like that's not bad. But like, if you kind of get more past that, I'm not really a big fan. Well, Rambo... That's, that's like, where they're just the milking fir- the, the yeah, name you know. for all they can. Well, the first Rambo, like, it covered, like, a lot of, like, heavier themes with, uh, like, to do with, like, Wasn't like veterans. A, yeah. It was, like, not necessarily, like, PTSD, but, like, he was just a soldier that, like, killed, and that was, like, his only thing to do, so he didn't know, like, when he came back to, like, civilization, like, how to act. And it, like, covered a lot of, like, heavier tones with that. Wasn't that also in... Wasn't that movie made in the 70s, like, late 70s? I think it was... Or was it early 80s? It was around that time. I want to say eighties, but yeah, because like that's not that's not that wasn't too far off from like Vietnam at the time. Like Vietnam no. was still a pretty recent thing in people's minds. So like I th- I want to say early eighties, but uh like two and three is just like just yeah. cut and dried like action movies. I've seen I've seen part of one of them, and it, yeah, it was it was either three or did they make a fourth one? I can't remember. They made three that was like in the eighties. I don't think it ever went to. The okay, 90s. so then it must they, it must they have made been three, three in then. the eighties, and then they had. Rambo again, like they rebooted it like in yeah. the late two thousands, and I then they that. just made Rambo Last Blood or something. Yeah, no. So like, I I saw like the third one, and yeah, it was super. Yeah, he's it like was taking, super ridiculous. He's like taking on like four tanks at one time. Yeah. it's just him and like a stick and a rock or something. He like can't be killed, like type of thing. Yeah, well, I think Stallone has that problem. Though. Doesn't Stallone like help produce those movies or like help direct them or something like that? Because. He, I don't know. I think he does. I think he's got some kind of part in like either something like that. He's like a producer or something. And like most of those movies that he's in, there's like a shit ton of. So there's like a shit ton of the Rocky. There's a shit ton of the Rambo. There's a shit ton of the Expendables. 
and like he's he's got like a part some kind of like behind the scenes part in all of them so it's like all right i feel like it kind of just like went that way though because yeah like rocky was like super popular rocky won an oscar it won best picture yeah well the first rocky's really good the second one's really good too i haven't seen the second i've seen the first i I love the rocky movies and my mom loves the rocky movies so that's why i liked them so much because she would always want to watch them with me like rocky one and two are awesome yeah and when it adds in fucking what's his name mr when it adds mr t in the third one like yeah they just become like your standard like boxing yeah. movies like they're fun i don't dislike them i like watching them they're fun when they're on but two one and two are actually really good yeah no i've seen one i haven't seen two and then it's i've like seen true underdog story um, what is it the rocky balboa one from like 2005 or something yeah. like that I've, i saw that one that was like the first rocky movie i ever saw one and two are the only good ones really yeah i liked one I've actually had a lot of time to, to watch those movies because um, with the coronavirus thing, uh, a lot of people getting laid off. They just reduced our hours. So we're, we're working 24 hours a week. So I basically only work three days a week and four days I'm just kind of sitting here at home. Uh, that's when I knocked out most of the movies was like in the last month or two, most of the ones that I've watched. Um, a lot of them are like older movies, yeah. but there, there are a few. Have you guys heard of Man on Fire? Yeah, no. Denzel heard Washington. Heard of it, but I, I've never seen it. My sister loves that's it. That's one. That's the next one I'm gonna it. watch. Okay. Um, you said they just sla- they so they like just slashed your hours, or? Yeah, and there was this. Uh, they're partnering with this thing called the Texas Workforce Commission. Or basically, like, that's we're supposed un- to get paid un- for the hours that we're not working to kind of make, like, a 40-hour-a-week paycheck. That happened, or that started, like, April 19th or something. And uh, it kind of, like, just now we got put into the system and stuff. So I was about to say, you, been, might, you might be able to file for unemployment. Because yeah. TWC, that's Texas Workforce Commission. That's unemployment. And they, like, yeah. slash, like, all, like, the normal requirements for it so you might be able to like apply for that and get accepted since your hours were cut so much and they have a like a thing yeah, they, where if you get like any kind of benefits like if you only got like 50 bucks from unemployment you get an additional 600 dollars for like whatever your benefit is so it'd be it's something to look into because i i had that whenever i was didn't have any hours and i was getting like I got like two like $900 checks for like each week like awesome money didn't do anything just got laid off so you might be able to qualify for that yeah yeah back I think mid-April when it was like first starting um they gave us a sheet of paper one day that was basically like hey um just so you know we're getting ready to like start cutting hours like basically handing something out so everyone's kind of aware so I get home after that, and like six hours after I get home, uh, we basically get this message that's like, hey, hours have been reduced. You might want to go and check that. So basically anyone that didn't work that day to like get the paper, it was just kind of like a bombshell dropped on them. But um, so we go over there, and they reduced our hours by 40%, which makes it 24 And um, so we go on the website, sign up for all this stuff, and at first all we can do is... Uh, just basically confirm our employer and put our direct deposit information in 
And this is like the first time anyone's ever had to deal with it. So basically no one had any answers. Like anyone that would kind of like be like, hey, what's going on with this? Uh, we just kind of get hit with, I don't know, you'll just have to find out. So uh, finally, just like yesterday, everything finally went through um, after about three weeks of just kind of not knowing what's going on. And um, from now, it seems like all we have to do is just kind of wait for them to like kind of submit how many hours we worked and stuff. Um, to kind of make up for the 40-hour paycheck thing. But it's been about three weeks where we've just kind of had 24-hour paychecks. Huh. What's, I don't know. It, it's interesting that it's, like, happening this late because it, it seems like a lot of people are becoming much more relaxed on some of the rules. And so, I don't know. It's just kind of strange to me that it happened this late in the game, I guess. I feel like y'all wouldn't lose business, though, really. So I mean, every time I go to Bucky's, it's popping. Which one do you work at? The one in Terrell? Yes. Have y'all like lost like business a lot since this has happened? Are y'all like yeah, limiting? Uh, are y'all limiting people like in the store or something? As far as I know, no limiting. Like we don't have anyone like outside counting or anything like that. Um, but back like last month, I think they said revenue dropped like fifty percent or something. Damn. So they're like. Before they reduced well, it's hours, because they you were get like gas there for a dollar nineteen a gallon. Yeah, at ours I think it's like a dollar thirty nine, something like that. I saw someone say like Roy City was in like Roy City, I've, I've, in Roy City, I filled up the tank in my Audi for like eleven bucks. It was a dollar nineteen a gallon. Wow! Oh my god! Yeah, Jesus but, Christ! Um, so the, uh, they started trying to like kind of send people home an hour early whenever they could before they just went and like reduced the hours. But um, shoot, I forgot what I was even going on about before that. Oh, um, people like being limited and stuff like that. So ever since like the whole reopening Texas thing, um, it's picked up a lot to the point where like we used to have six people before working a night somewhere around there. They dropped it down to three. And then with the three people, we're basically getting like normal kind of business. So we're, we're all struggling, like, you know, dying and well, basically normal kind of operations. So they're kind of transitioning, it seems like, to kind of putting people back on full time now, which is going to be great because we basically have like a person doing the job of two or three people right now. Look, I don't know if you have anything to do with this or not, Chris, but the breakfast burritos at Bucky's fucking slap. The, the breakfast burritos are so goddamn good. Well, uh, I, I do not, but... The, I, the rhino uh, and what is, what, what's the one with... <clears throat> I think it's just pinto beans or refried beans and, like, peppers and shit, like the hippo or something. Yeah, I think it's the hippo. Fucking... The oh, hippo. It's, it's so good. You know what? I, I've been there for almost two years, and I will say the saddest thing about that is I, I basically know where nothing in, in that store is at. So, because that's not my job. My job is just like go around like cleaning stuff, basically. You know, like are they open twenty four seven? Yeah, yeah. So could I walk still, in there uh, like at any time? Yeah, like if I could go there at like four in the morning, I could get food. Yeah, dude, Bucky's is so fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Bucky's is so, great. Um, what was I going on about? Help me out here. Uh. One person oh, yeah. doing the job yeah. so, of two. So, so, so that's not my job. So like, I'll just kind of be walking around, and people will be like, "Hey, you know where this is at?" And I'll be like, "Nope," but I could get you someone who does. 
And it happens all the time too. And I kind of feel bad because, like, like I said, I've been there for two years, and like, I don't even know what's down half the aisles in that place. Because, like, um, I wanted to go when I first started, just kind of like walk around for a bit, figure it out. Never got around to doing that. Honestly, didn't care enough. But just the other day, like two days ago, um, someone was like, "Hey, y'all got Mother's Day cards?" And you know, I- I've seen those before. Uh, so I kind of like walk in the area. Um, and like our Mother's Day cards are right next to the Texas section we have there. And there's these little uh, racks that like spin around and stuff and they've got all the cards on them. So I walk over there to the Texas section and there's like Texas cards. Uh, I'm like, well, uh, we got these. I don't know if we specifically have Mother's Day cards. And so like he looks around, he's like, all right, well, hey, appreciate it. And he like walks away. And then I'm like, you know what? I bet I could like find the exact area. So like I'll, I'll walk around for like 15 more seconds and I see another little spinny thing that actually has those cards on them and stuff. And it's like birthdays, anniversaries and all that. And I'm like, oh, well, here it is. And so I see the Mother's Day card, but we were out anyway. But just goes to show you, been there for, for that long and I don't know where anything's at. So if you see me, ask someone else. Yeah. Oh, also direction too. Sometimes we'll be out cleaning pumps and people will ask me how to get somewhere. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. You're going to have to ask someone else. Oh, I, <laughs> I hate when people ask me that. Cause I work at a lot of like different stores. So I'm like all around like DFW working in different restaurants. People be like, Hey, where's the closest uh, park to here or something? I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know. They're like, you don't know. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't live here. I'm like, use your phone. You got a GPS. I'm like, use the internet. I'm like, That's what I do. Like anytime someone asks me for directions or like people will call the store and be like, what exit are y'all off of? I'm like, I don't know. Just put it in your GPS. What's wrong with you? Yeah. It surprises me how many people don't do that. Yeah. Like, the old way of just asking people where to go. Like I wouldn't be able to like keep that on my head. I'd have to GPS that. Yeah. Well, it's when like, I, when I, I used to work at the paint store, the Sherwin Williams store, like one of their old logo, their old slogans used to be like, you can ask us anything. Like we know everything. And so like people would legitimately come in the store or call ask you, you trivia yeah, questions all, like, uh, or on the phone <laughs> and be like, Hey, how do you get to so-and-so or what's the nearest, whatever? Like they had zero intention of buying paint. It was literally just, how do I get somewhere else? And it's like, you're not supposed to take that slogan seriously. <laughs> That's not. And literally, and like, me, I didn't know jack shit about like Greenville because I didn't live in Greenville, and they'd be like, "Oh, where's like this?" I'm like, "I, I don't know, man. Let me go get Christy. I have no fucking idea." You know, speaking of directions, that reminds me of that one time in high school where you, Trevor, uh, you gave me these directions, and I had to write the uh, fucking shit down on a piece of paper. No, like, no, we drew you a map, right? You drew a map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so on the map, there was this poorly drawn courthouse and nothing was to scale. But the premise was keep going down I-30 until you see the courthouse and immediately exit. And I was like, OK, I don't know. Like, is the exit going to be right when I see the courthouse? But Well, it worked. You got you got where you were going. You literally get him to go to. He had to. I can't remember. Where were you trying to go? Do you remember? It sounds like somewhere in Rockwall. I don't remember. No, it was. So it was like he had to go somewhere in Rockwall, and I knew he had to take a right at that fucking Whataburger. And I was like, okay, I was was like, okay, so (laughs) I was like, you're gonna go on I-30, and the second you can see the giant fucking courthouse, 
like just exit and you will eventually come to a light and you'll be able to see a water burger in front of you and you take a ride at that and so just to help him out i drew like a very shitty map and it worked because he, he got where he was trying to go you know a side effect yeah. from pokemon go is like every area that like i played that in extensively i learned that area so much like rockwall whenever i would get off work i would just go in my car and play pokemon go and i know rockwall like the back of my hand like all the streets and all the names and which parking lots connect to others, which lights you shouldn't go through. Like I, uh, that and Quinlan, I know like every aspect of it all. Hey John, can you grab me a code? side effect? Yeah. No, not oh, man. I randomly got reminded of this, but, um, when I was driving to, to work one day, there's this bridge that basically like just goes over the highway and um it's a two-way two-way street like one one set goes that way the other goes this way so i'm like just driving home one day or driving to work and i see headlights as i'm like going to work and i work at night so headlights normal thing but uh there's a car coming and then a little bit behind it i see a second set of headlights and i'm like all right whatever there's just two cars coming towards me and then like a little bit later like the second set of headlights behind the car is an 18 wheeler and i'm like okay and then like half second later i'm like hold on that 18 wheeler is in my lane <laughs> like there's an 18 wheeler coming towards me from a bridge going the wrong way and so like as soon as i see it i just start slowing down so because like just start I don't screaming behind that. the wheel that's not, that's not gonna end well for me if we end up meeting up so i just stop and i'm just like okay whatever happens happens i'm just gonna trust this guy you know you. <laughs> so like he immediately as soon as he sees me turns on his left blinker to like go into the other lane but like car's right beside him so he can't just crush him into like the uh the guardrail or whatever so i'm just stopping there's a car coming behind me and i'm like okay well this could there's so many ways this could end bad <laughs> like <laughs> the car behind me could just not stop boost into the back of me 18 really could pancake me uh so he eventually like luckily didn't end up smashing me into pieces but that's good to hear. like the amount of times i've seen people do stupid stuff on the road especially lately is like insane like people also people who like will just randomly like hit their brakes and then turn on the turn signal like a quarter second where they turn like you know what the purpose of that oh, is oh right? yeah yeah, so yeah let, no they do it oh, as no. they're doing it they don't yeah there's no point there's no point in doing that you gotta do it before yeah so like people like be hitting their brakes and i'm like all right whatever and then out of nowhere just come like a complete stop and then just start <laughs> and uh people like being in the wrong lanes and then they're like you know what i want to be in the turn lane so they're like go across traffic i've seen all of those in the last oh, like, yeah. three days oh yeah oh yeah was that like on the bridge where they're doing all the construction on uh, 148? Yes. Yeah, that yes. place is a shit show. They have the entrance ramp. like I don't know if it still is, but I was in Terrell like a couple weeks ago working, and the entrance ramp to 80 was like closed off, and there was like no way for me to get to 80 to get to 635 to go home, and I had to like go to 20 the opposite way I was going, take the first exit, loop back around, get back on 20, and then take that exit onto 80 to go the correct way home. Oh, stupid. So you, you know what this actually reminds me of? We were talking about this uh, yesterday for uh, Mother's Day, me, my dad, and my aunt. Um, do you guys remember that fucking video of that goddamn meth head 
in Quinlan, Texas, who stole the police's uh, cruiser. He stole like the truck. Yes. Do you remember that? Jack? Yes. No. Okay. So I actually want to play this because we we watched this the other day. We were laughing our fucking asses off. Man. Oh, can you not hear it? No. no. Oh, what the fuck? Um, I can hear it. Well, it's not gonna be funny if they can't hear it. I don't know how to fix that, guys. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, never mind then. Damn it! I'll just tried. tease me. I'll, I'll cut this. I'll cut this part from the fucking podcast. But basically, this guy steals the police cruiser. They shoot at him uh, twenty-four times, miss every single time. They do not hit him. And I, when I'm saying like he's not, he's going literally two miles an hour down the road, and not a single one of them hit him. And he was like talking about it, and they were. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure if you go and you look in my," they were like, "Well, you, you tried to you try to run them over." And he's like, "Oh, that's relevant." And he's like, <laughs> and then they were talking about the footage or whatnot. He's like, yeah, if you go and you look on my dash cam, you can probably see that in my police cruiser. And he was like, your police cruiser? He's like, oh, yeah, I had a police cruiser for a time. <laughs> and he, so basically he stole the police chief's cruiser. He, he goes hauling down the road and immediately runs straight into an 18-wheeler coming down like a Gosh. dirt road. And he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, an 18-wheeler come out of nowhere. I ain't never seen no 18-wheeler come down to a dirt road. And uh, immediately hits it. And he's like laughing about it. And he actually kind of seems like super like harmless. And then at the very end, the uh, guy is like, and Mr. So-and-so uh, did admit to me that he was high on methamphetamine. And it kind of just ends like that. And it's fucking hilarious. Can't wait to watch that. Jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't believe you guys can't. That's weird. I don't know how this technology works, but man. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll cut that from there. Okay, cool. And we're back. And we're back. Welcome back. This is that know. moment you were talking about. I don't even. I don't even know what we were talking about before the video. Oh, just like crazy drivers. You should. Where do you live now? Do you still live in Quinlan or do you live in Terrell? Terrell. Yeah. Uh, basically, right across from the Walmart. Okay. Yeah. The, oh, okay. The drivers out here in Dallas, it's insane. They like, are very dumb. I think what get, makes me the most anxious when I'm on the road is I see so many people like weaving in and out of like lanes mm-hmm. going like eight, like they're not going like crazy fast, but they're just like weaving in and out like as fast as they can. And like, you can just kind of tell when a person's going to do that. Or I always like try to like judge if I like sense if a person's going to do that. Cause I'm always afraid to like use like my blinker to like get over. Like if I'm in the second lane from the right and then there's one lane in between us and another car, like, and I look over, I'm like, okay, they don't have a blinker on, but 70% of people don't use their blinkers to change lanes either, and we're both going to merge into the same lane. That shit <laughs> always just gets my anxiety through the roof. Yeah, I I hate when people do that, because that actually almost happened to me. I was traveling down 75 going towards Plano, and, I mean, I, I don't need to explain it. I was merging into a lane going left. This guy was merging into a lane going right, and we almost crashed. Yeah, dude, people are crazy. It's always, it's always an adventure uh, riding with Michael when he's driving. Oh, God. Just because, like, <laughs> Michael kind of doesn't care um, what other people think about him, especially on the road, I guess. So um, there was one guy, um, I think we were going to uh, Best Buy, <clears throat> we were this, and we're, like, driving down to Rockwall, and we're on the, we're on the highway. And it's, like, a four-lane road. 
And this one dude is like zooming by. He's in a hurry to go somewhere. So he's like tailgating everybody. <laughs> and uh, he, oh, he's like the, behind us. Do you remember the that? The King Ranch. King Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I so this dude's that. zooming by and um he's like caught behind us because everyone around us is just kind of like doing oh the speed limit or a little bit above it and he's like trying to go down wherever he's going 110 miles an hour and he's getting stopped <laughs> eventually he ends up like working his way out in front of us getting stopped again <laughs> we end up right behind him so he's like you know what <laughs> you like tailgating people i'll show you what it's like <laughs> So he's like tailgating the guy that was tailgating other guys, kind of like reversing it on him, flipping it. And uh, I, was that, you got those hand crank windows still, right? <laughs> yep, yep. So we like hand cranked his window down, puts his hand out the window, flips them off. You got to be careful with that. You'll run into some crazy people. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you will, you will. Yeah, because there was one time when I was... I was 17 at the time, and I had just picked my girlfriend up from school, and we were going back to her house and, like, hanging out before we had to go to work. And, like, I turned out of... She went to Bowl, so, like, I was turning left to, like, go toward back towards Quinlan. And okay. I see a car, like, coming on the right. Like, they're way away, and I'm, like, don't think anything of it, and I just pull out and go. And so it goes from like two lanes or it goes, it's like one lane there for a while. And then it splits into two lanes and goes back to one when you get to like main street or on 34, yeah. where it gets like into the main part of Quinlan. And so like, as soon as like I turn out, like this guy's like hauling ass and he's like, just gets up right behind me and he's like revving his engine and shit. And I'm like going the speed limit. I didn't like cut him off or anything. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, what did I do to piss this guy off? So like, and then as soon as it splits into two lanes, he like goes past me. He's like, and he goes by and he flips me off. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the hell did I do? And so like, when it gets back to one lane, I'm like behind him and I'm doing the same thing. I'm behind him and I'm like revving my engine. And then it goes to like the two lanes where he's going to turn to go towards Tawakini and I'm going straight towards Terrell. And when I pass by him, I flip him off. So I'm like, right back at you, bud. <laughs> and so he just like whips out of that lane and gets like right behind me. And I'm like looking in my rear view mirror and I can see him like screaming and like cussing and shit. Like in his car, I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, this guy's fucking crazy. So he's like following me now. And then I turn to like go down to my girlfriend's house and he just keeps going straight. I'm like, what an asshole. I'm like, this guy's crazy. Fucking Some crazy. people are yeah. way oh, too no, serious. Hang, no, hang like, on. Oh, there's more. It, oh, it gets so much and better. And there's more. And so I'm at her house for like probably like 45 minutes to like an hour just killing time before we got to go to work. And we're like driving out to like go to her work or to get back to the highway. And this guy is waiting. He waited on us for like 45 minutes to an hour. And like as soon as like I get up to the road, like he like goes like straight at me and like runs me off the road. And I'm, like, in the ditch, and I'm, like, in disbelief. And he, like, gets out of the car and starts, like, sprinting towards me. He's like, get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! And I'm just like, fuck this. And I just went, I'm in my little, uh, like, O2 Honda Accord. It's a stick shift. And I put that bitch to, like, 8,000 RPMs and, like, peel out of the dirt and, like, go on the highway. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? What the hell? And he's, like, and then, he, and then he pulls out, and he's going, like, behind me, and he's, like, right on my ass, and then it's one lane there and then he gets up like next to me and like rolls his window down. He's like screaming and yelling. He's like throwing trash and like water balls and shit out of his car at me. And I was like Holy freaking shit. out. Cause I'd like never experienced anything like this before. And like, I should have told my girlfriend to call the cops, but I was like going to work and like, that's where we were both going. So like, I was like, 
hey, call our boss. I was like, tell him, like, as soon as we pull in the parking lot, some guy's going to try and fight me. And so, like, we pull into the parking lot, and the guy pulls up, like, right next to me. And, like, as soon as we get on, I'm like, go inside. And, like, my boss is, like, standing out there, like, waiting. And he's, like, he's really cool. Like, he's a great boss. And he was standing outside, like, waiting. He's, like, like some 40-year-old, like, super white dad. And he's, like, standing out there waiting, like, with his arms crossed. And he's, like, polishing his shotgun, ready for shit to pop off. And I get out of the car, the guy's like, where the fuck are you going? I'm like, you want to fight a minor? I'm like, let's fucking go. I'm like, let's go right now. I was like, beat my ass. I was like, you're going to go to jail. And my boss is like, Chandler, get inside. And I was like, fuck. And, like, went inside. And, like, he ended up, like, talking him down. And the guy, like, just drove off. I was like, dude, I, what in the dude, fuck? Dude, People are fucking psychos, man. There's more to this story. There's more. Okay. There's still more. (laughs) So probably about two. Yeah, probably like two years later, two Mm -hmm. or three years later, I'm still working at the same restaurant. I drive in the same car and I'm just like serving people. And some guy like comes up to me and he's like, hey, who drives that little black uh, Honda Accord out there? I was like, I do. He's like, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, uh, sure. And so like I went out there to like talked to him like while he was like sitting down eating i'm like hey what's up and he was like can i talk to you outside for a second i'm like uh yeah give me one second i like went back inside and like told my crew who was there i I think it was john noah and jordan was there and we had like some crazy ass like ex-felon dude i was like hey i was like i think this guy's gonna try and jump me outside or something i'm like can you all go out back for uh (laughs) backup and like i went outside and he's like he's like hey he's like you might not remember me or something he was like but uh, a couple years back uh, got into like I had like some bad road rage and I like followed you and like came here trying to fight you and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I remember. And he's like, I want to apologize for that. He was like, my girlfriend like just like broke up with me. We got in a huge fight and he was like, I was just looking to get angry at the first person that did. And he was like, and you were the first person I came across and I got super pissed off for no reason. He's like, I just want to apologize. He was like, it's not who I am. He was like, I'm sorry. I was Holy like, Holy shit! Wow. I'm like, Wow. This story concludes. Well, okay, but that's that's crazy though because like that guy was at least a willing to admit years later after he's had like you know he had some time to process it right that I was being a fucking nut job I was having a bad day and I wanted to take it out on someone. There's some people who won't admit that. So like you're sitting there, oh, yeah. you're sitting there wondering like why the fuck is this guy being so fucking crazy? It's because it's shit like this. I mean like props to that guy for at least apologizing to you and being like hey I was an asshole like good for him. But like. So some of the times you're wondering, like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, that's a prime example, right? Right fucking there is like, hey, I, uh, yeah, I was having, I, this guy was having a bad day. His girlfriend broke up with him or whatever. And he decided he was going to try and fucking kill the first minor that he sees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and dude. after uh, that day, I don't flip people something. off on the road anymore. Yeah, I stopped doing that. There was a lot of cases back in the day. Because my mom, she used to have, like, horrible road rage. Oh, it was so fucking funny I to watch. It. it was so funny to watch, and so like she was really bad about flipping people off. That was like her. That was her big thing that she did. But apparently in Mesquite there had been a couple of instances of people flipping people off, and because of that, getting immediately shot. So she stopped doing it. The thing uh. I the thing I do now is whenever a car does something like really stupid and like reckless, like if I get up next to him, I just like. I'll roll the window down. I'll just like look at him and give him like a disappointed look and just start shaking my head. I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. Well, Michael and I used to fuck with people. All- Do you remember when we used to fuck with people? With the road? like, yes. The- oh, dude, that was yeah. my fa- that was my favorite thing ever, man. So like, we would. One of the things that would piss me off is that like, I- Michael and I would be going like over the speed limit, and he'd be following me somewhere, either to my house or wherever the fuck it was. 
And like we'd be going over the speed limit and people would be like on our asses, like riding our asses. And then would be like trying to go around us. And it would piss me off because it's like we're already going over the speed limit. There's no fucking reason to be riding my ass like this. So when that would happen, sometimes Michael and I would call each other. But sometimes we, sometimes it was just like an unspoken rule. Like if a guy was being a cocksucker behind us, one of us would get into the other lane and we would go the same exact speed. So that way, <laughs> that pisses me off. So, so that way, much. they couldn't pass. And oh, dude, that was my favorite shit. Ever. It used to piss so, many, <laughs> used to piss so many people off. Like I remember one time we we were going to, and this one was really funny. We were going we were going to play a gig when we were in our band at the time over at uh, that church for Stephanie's party that she was having, and yeah. and so we were we were going like that. Like they were riding our ass. We didn't know who they were. They were riding our asses, and we we're like, what the fuck. And so, like, Michael and I did our, did our fucking go-to move, and we're, like, we keep them from passing us, and we, the whole way, and we all pull into the same parking lot. Well, turns out it was, like, Stephanie and Becca at the time, and they're, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? They're, like, we were in a hurry. We had to get here, like, really fast, and we're just laughing. And we're, like, oh, we thought you were someone else. We're like, why are you riding our asses? Like, don't do that. <laughs> and then God. this one time, Michael and I did that, too. We were, go- we were going to my house, and so this guy in a truck was like fucking riding our asses. So I was like, all right. So we get, we get, we're going the same speed for a while. And then eventually we're like, all right, well, we've been doing it for a while. So we gave the guy a break and he goes around us and like, he was chill about it, but I thought it was you actually, because he, this guy looked like, just like you. And so like, he was like, and he was like kind of looking at me and he's kind of just like half ass smirking. Cause like, you could tell he kind of probably thought it was funny too, but he was like angry that we were doing it to him. And so he was looking at me, and I thought it was you, and I was literally, like, waving at him because I thought it was Chandler, and I was, like, waving, and the guy was just, like, smiling and flipping me off at the same time. He's just like, fuck you, man. Like, fuck off. <laughs> and it took me a minute, and I was like, oh, that's not Chandler, but either way, that's fucking hilarious because I'm, like, the whole time, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh... Do you remember that time where we were going uh, down the back road near Zach's house? I had me, basically, the band. And Sawyer. So I, me, yes, Carl, I, I Sawyer, definitely remember this. Rice. And I think it was Sawyer who said, you won't take that blind turn at 80 miles an hour. And I was like, fuck it. And so I did. And like, I lost control of the car. And somehow we didn't die. Well, you did yeah, that you you like a couple of times. Yeah, because I remember that. There, <laughs> there was, like, <laughs> go ahead, Chris. You put sad, slow music behind that. And it's like something you'd see in like, a video for someone's funeral or something. All around <laughs> me, I see whatever it is. Yeah, because I remember All around there, me are familiar. there yeah, was yeah. one time that I remember um like ninety nine percent sure it was Michael driving and now that he's said this and Trevor's confirmed, it's probably a hundred percent. But I think it was me it was definitely me, you, Trevor, and maybe Fisk. I don't know who else was in the car. But like you did the same thing. Like you just like power was, was that the night the cops pulled us over? No. Okay, oh, then like, it, it was like, a different night then. We, like, power slid, like, around the corner. I was, like, in the middle of, like, sending a Snapchat to someone or something, and I got it on video where I'm, like, just, like, something normal, and then, like, Michael takes this corner at, like, 90 miles an hour and pulls the Dude. e-brake, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God! It's like, do, 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 do. Like, we're off in the ditch. You're like, we're going fucking Dude. die! The phone's like, there, there, there just are going multiple, everywhere. There are multiple instances of Michael taking turns at speeds that should, like, flip the car. <laughs> And, like, so, like, the main ones I remember, it, the first time he ever did it was we we were going to Rockwell one night. And it was, like, me and Zach and Jeb and Fisk and um, 
So Michael's restrictions on his license hadn't been lifted yet. So technically he wasn't, he shouldn't have been able to drive with like more than like one person in his car, but we didn't, we didn't care. And so we get onto 276, we get onto the highway and the first thing he does is he goes to turn, but like he does it at the same time this car is passing. So it literally looks like he's just going to fucking T-bone this guy. And then he, so it's like, this guy's coming and he's like that with him. And it, all of us literally are screaming. Jeb's like, Jeb accepted his fate. He was like, everyone was screaming and Jeb was like, I'm dead. <laughs> like, completely stone-faced. And so we're all screaming and freaking out after he does it. We're like, Michael, what the fuck? And so like all of us were like, pull over, pull the fuck over. Fisk is driving. Like we're like, fuck this. And so like, oh, is this when y'all got, this is when we got pulled yeah. over later in the night. But yeah. so like, we're like, pull the fuck over. Like Fisk is driving now. And so Michael agitated that he can't, <laughs> he's no longer about to drive his own car. Fucking whips into the tiger Mart up there. Literally. And I think I, I think Garrett I think Garrett was in the car at the time. If he wasn't, it, it was, was some. Garrett. Okay, yeah, it was Garrett. I remember. You could tell yeah. that Michael was about to take this turn, and he was going very very fast. He was going like forty to sixty <laughs> miles an hour. He was going so fast, and like it hadn't processed with me yet. I was like, he's he won't he won't do that because that that's way too fast. And literally, Garrett was like, oh my god, <laughs> he's about to take this turn. And like literally <laughs> fucking 90 degrees that shit at like 50 miles an hour into the Valero. And fuck, I don't know how we didn't die. It was, it was one of the funniest fucking things. Like later we're all like, and then that only added to the fucking fire. We're like, Michael, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and then so he, he's done that a couple times. I won't, I won't tell all three, but the, the third one was probably the fucking funniest one because he did that shit. So, like, Michael had a habit of when you fucked with them, he liked to fuck with you back by driving erratically. That was what he would do. And so it was me and him, and we were going to uh, – we were going somewhere. I think we were going to, like, meet Dakota or something because he was, like, coming to my house to do homework or something like that. And so, like, we're going on 276, and so we're like, we're gonna turn into J Bar J over there, the Valero. And is it even the Valero anymore? I can't remember. It's an Exxon now. It's, it's an Exxon now. And, and so, yeah, oh. the Valero, the Valero at the time. And so, like, we go to turn in there, and I'm fucking with Michael. I'm like jabbing at him. He's like, oh, okay. And so, what does he do? He fucking turns into the Valero at like 40 miles an hour, <laughs> direct right turn, fucking, and the whole time, tire screech. <laughs> fucking like michael just whipping into this motherfucker to the point where like there's tire smoke people walk <laughs> out of the valero run out of the valero to be like what the fuck is happening they thought someone's gonna crash straight into it or something like people literally like what the fuck and michael's like he's laughing because he's like kind of off he's like awkwardly noticing that people are fucking freaking out about what he's doing so then he just kind of like immediately circles out of the valero and starts going down the highway again <clears throat> to avoid embarrassment well the guy, the motherfucker had turned so fast that he burned multiple holes into his tire. He completely blew out his <laughs> fucking tire doing that shit. And it just happened to be the perfect time Dakota passed us as like we had to pull over. Cause like we noticed some weird fucking sound and it smelled horrible in his car. And like we look and literally there's like four holes in his tire from him fucking turning in like that. Jesus Christ, Michael. Oh dude, dude it was that... so goddamn funny. You want to talk about the timing of that? That was the day after I got broken up with. Uh, okay, there we go. Like, <laughs> now yeah. we know why. Breakups and uh, road rage don't seem to mix very well. No. But a picture of that is on 
somewhere, some form of social media. I have it somewhere in here. Hang on. I'll, I'll scroll back. I got to scroll back to the 23rd, 5th. I don't know. Fucking somewhere. No, that was that was the shagging wagon, so it had to have been. You don't know shit about the shagging wagon. I no, had the, dude. Chandler had the legit had shagging the wagon. wagon. Yours was the yours was the boat, Michael. That's what we all, we always called it, the boat. No, okay, yeah, but it could have been a shagging. We wagon. also we called it the wagon too, but it was it was it was the boat. <clears throat> I had the man van. You had a van. Yeah, I I inherited the oh, family yeah. van. That was his first. That was his first vehicle, man. Well, okay then. We weren't a friends van. at the time. It so wasn't. It wasn't called the shagging wagon for no fucking reason. Let me tell you that. There's a fold-out bed in it. it, it the van had many names. Oh hey, I, I found the. I found the picture. God. <laughs> I was like a courier service with that van. Like anytime I hope there Sawyer was like, that. fuck you, Sawyer. <laughs> anytime there's like something <laughs> happening after school, if there was like a fight or something, they'd be like. All right, everyone, get in the trailer's van, and we'd like pile up like fifteen people in there, and like <laughs> they're like sitting on top of each other. There's a fold-out bed. You got like eight people laying down back there. I'm like, if I crash, <laughs> multiple upon multiple fatalities, everyone is dead. So it was April twenty first, twenty fourteen, is when it was, and I remembered incorrectly. It was not four holes. It was one small hole and one gaping hole. But here it is. Here's what here's what you fucking did. Good times. Can you see that? Good times. Good lord, Michael. That's, that's what he did from fucking turning into the Valero at like 50 miles an hour. Too many Mario Kart drifts in one vehicle. That was his go-to thing, man. He yeah. was like, "Hey, you're gonna fuck with me? I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna terrify I'm gonna you roll, by my driving. I'm going to roll yeah, this you mess vehicle with me, 50 I'll get times. Us both killed. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> Michael was gonna die on that hill. <laughs> What about the uh, the largest empty space in the universe? My asshole. <laughs> <laughs> largest <clears throat> empty space in the universe, huh? Yeah. So there is a cold spot in the universe called the Eridanus Supervoid. It's like 450 million light years across, and it's got like next to nothing inside of it. Like it's got a few galaxies here and there <clears throat> but aside from that it's cold empty nothingness what if that's the uh the false vacuum i don't know i don't know much about the false vacuum care to enlighten forever the false vacuum is basically like this one's hard to describe but it, it, it's like there's this point of like energy in the universe or yeah, kind of. And, like, if it reaches a certain point, everything is stable. Like, the energy is stable. If not, and it's unstable, and it reaches an unstable point, the universe itself is, like, kind of kind of starts to eat its... It, it eats itself, essentially. So, if that is the case, and that is true, based just on, like, hypothesis, there's nothing really proving it true. But if it is true, the universe kind of starts to eat itself. So yeah you could be here one moment and the whole universe would just be like it's like a they they use it as the metaphor of like boiling a pot on uh on the stove and like all these bubbles form on top of bubbles and it's like yeah our universe is just one of those bubbles and then eventually like the false vacuum is true one of them it, like it just pops like we all just fade out of existence immediately so that's crazy that's the that's technically that that is a very basic understanding of the false vacuum yeah 
another thing to give you an existential crisis, I guess. So. Man. Because, because our universe is like in a pocket of. Ah, fuck. She's right so far. The. It's the. Curzon. Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, yeah, that's where I first saw it. Yeah, where it's like, uh, essentially, it's like a whole bunch of bubbles, and even if we did see universe, we couldn't really get to it because the way that it's expanding away from us, and the way that we're expanding away from it, like to travel that vast void, it would just it would be impossible. Yeah. So, something like that. Well, yeah, that's more like um, I think that's more like the expansion of space itself. Okay. Like traveling to other galaxies would probably he's talking not about the possible. void in between it and then if our like <clears throat> bubble popped like we would be nothing yeah no like basically that there might be this point in the universe where it's eating itself and it just constantly expands and it's just continually eating itself to the point where it would engulf everything and kill us all yay what happens was... they go and yeah that's now. what i was about to say like, let's end on a happier note not the universe fucking ending <laughs> in like heat death well, so I was giving you something that I was pretty happy about, and then you were all false vacuum. We all die. Yeah, yeah you did take a surgery. I brought, I, yeah, <laughs> self sabotage. Oh, uh, all right. Happy uh, yeah. note. Happy note. Uh, Chris, uh, we got any happy notes? Let's go. Let's see. How's life? Uh, well, his hours got cut. Happy notes. Uh, I'll give you a happy note. Let me just one. stop you right there. So. Uh, Sarah and I got our marriage license today, and we are going to fill it out, and we're going to be married soon. Uh, All right. The 21st of July? 23rd. 23rd. It's the 23rd. Like, that's... 23rd. See, I said that. I said 21st because I put PTO in for the 21st through the 25th. Are y'all, just, are y'all just going so, to the Justice uh, of the Peace? Two months away-ish. Awesome. Yeah, I, I don't expect the wedding to be anything like I wanted it to be. And I'm actually expecting it to be canceled because uh, of the right. virus. So, Fucking corona. I'm hoping that it's canceled. You're um, hoping that res- it's canceled. Rescheduled. 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 Yeah, Look, but you just... because of that, uh, we went ahead and we got a marriage license so that we could say we're married and uh we'll just go through the whole thing in july for grandma and grandpa look did you just get married and then whenever we can we just have a massive celebration to celebrate the marriage you don't have to get married on that day it's still the same sentiment what said so you you, just, you go to the justice of the peace or whatever you get married whenever you can and then whenever all this shit blows over we just have one big party or celebration it's the same sentiment you just don't have to get married on yeah. that day exactly that's right so that's a bit of happy news that's uh well, happy congratulations note. we're happy for you second mm-hmm. one of the friend group to get hitched a toast to continuity errors. I'm out of beer. And to Michael and Sarah's marriage. And to Michael and Sarah. To Michael and right. Sarah. Yeah, Michael, Sarah, Palin. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll just have to end it soon anyways. It's like midnight, so yeah. we're a little past time. But, uh, yeah. Oh, 
All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Modern Goonies podcast. I've been your host, Trevor King Miner. This is my co-host, Chandler Schwing. And then on the mic, Michael over there and Chris over here. There you go. Got it right this time. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. Cool. The, on, on the end note, I'm, I'm good. Uh, yeah, no. So you can follow us on all of our social media accounts at uh, Modern Goonies. Uh, we post updates on there from time to time. Uh, we're going to try to do this a bit more regularly. Uh, a one-year anniversary is coming up, so we're going to put out a couple more podcasts before then. So uh, please tune in. Check that shit out. Uh, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. See you all later. Fuck both Dude, of you. Deuces.